Welcome to the Safe Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. My name is Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And it is the 1st of June, 2018. How the hell are you, Daniel? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling really great. Feeling invigorated? Super invigorated. We have a wonderful summer heat wave coming our way. It's still like a low of 60, though. Oh, is it's, that what that is? Yeah, it's it's nice, though. That's a Seattle heat wave. 60 <laughs> degrees is a heat wave. We don't want it to hit the heat wave, though, because remember, like, last summer when we got here, and it was, like, it was really great, really nice. They came off, like, all those consecutive days of rain, and then we got the hottest summer days. It was so hot, the city was on Fucking fire. Worst. Everything is insulated. <laughs> and, like, no, so nothing is, like, uh, normally equipped with an air conditioner. And because they, I, I guess, you know, uh, things were much more dire. Back in the day? Yeah, I guess so. The winters were longer? I don't know what it is where it's just like, no, air conditioners are not like standard or anything. But it gets so fucking hot in these super, super insulated units. It's it's a bit much. You gotta air this shit out. Like, you can smell each other. <laughs> you can <laughs> smell, smell each other so well. It's quite horrible. Yeah, I would say it's pretty horrible. Well, I mean, in the old place too... The, the one in Auburn, it okay. was a, I guess, You're giving away too many details of our location, right. dude. You're well, going to get us fucking killed. At our old place. <laughs> not in Seattle. <laughs> um, in Utah. It was a repurposed, uh, I guess, meth house. And yeah. uh, so it, I guess they had cleaned it up and everything fumigated by like 2003 but so like 15 years later you could still smell it on a really hot summer day the cooking that was their methamphetamine practices really (laughs) yeah it was bad do you know what that smells like is that what i was smelling i imagine it was really bad chemicals just baked into the walls i don't have a point of reference for what meth smells like we Uh, lived in florida (laughs) i've lived a long life but i i don't I have never experienced. What are you saying? <laughs> that things happen have in the swamp. Have you slip me meth? Is that what you're saying? We live in Florida. So wait, wait. You slip your friend's meth. You slip somebody meth? You have I... to smoke it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could slip it into like somebody's like crack pipe. I don't or, know, or dude. Or blunt. Oh. I don't know. Oh, it, it could come in a fucking uh, can of Rockstar for all I know. <laughs> oh, man. It is Rockstar. I'm Edge, bruh. <laughs> it's like, I don't buddy. know about these drugs. How you doing, man? Who, me? Yeah, how you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling okay. Yeah? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, just working hard, working for the weekends. My weekends being Friday, Saturdays, but never Sundays. <laughs> but never quite Sundays. Never quite Sundays for some reason. Yeah. Uh, not trying to get some, some good gameage in where I can. Yeah. Uh, you just picked something up today. I, huh? It's very important to me to to collect these these little portents into imagination. <laughs> okay, <laughs> called video games. <laughs> no, yeah, I picked we we, uh, we had a boy date today. Me and Daniel <laughs> did we? Is that what we're gonna call it? A boy date? <laughs> yeah, I would call okay, it a boy date. Cool. Um, we went out. Uh, we 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 did a little shopping. We went to the game of the stops mm-hmm. when we picked up. Uh, I picked up Dark Souls Remastered. For the PlayStation 4 entertainment system. A From um, Software banger. <laughs> a, an old classic brought to life. Reborn. Rejoice, brother. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty cool so far. I played like four minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you came away with like a lot to tell me about it already. I do. Yeah. So I went through the um, character creator. And uh, first of all, like the game is difficult. So it's difficult to get through even the UI mm-hmm. in some instances. Because <laughs> I'm looking through and I'm like, okay, there's presets for faces. How do I customize this 
fucking wait what am i doing and then you find out it's like oh there here's a little fucking customized button over here on the side that uh-huh. you kind of you have a very faint highlight around it to kind of like see that you can select it and then you get in there and then it's like these granular details of like all right man do you want to make a fucking uh freak of nature that looks <laughs> like it belongs with the Cenobites from hellraiser <laughs> or do you want to make a handsome dude with some long hair or maybe something? a little bit of a belly because yeah, it's been drinking a little bit of a belly yeah do you have this problem now <laughs> that you've seen monster <laughs> factory and like what the the McElroy's do of like maybe making crazy creations for the fuck of i'm it. actually attracted to it <laughs> yeah like i'm more attracted to because like, before of making nightmares before monster factory <laughs> i i have no shame in admitting like i would make like just myself in yeah, the game i've seen so many versions of you across <laughs> so many different consoles it's stupid <laughs> it's eerie your actually. fallout ones are my favorite though <laughs> uh, where- I always find a way to just make like, oh, it's just a average guy with glasses. He's wearing something <laughs> yeah. red. I have me in Guitar Hero with like oh, like a fucking, too. with a side cut going on. <laughs> in a beard, like oh. a full beard, because that's what like, that's the Matrix version of myself. The <laughs> ideal version of myself is a full grown beard. Full not, beard and like a leather jacket. Yeah, not this guy. as <laughs> a duster. <laughs> Everyone's got to have a great duster. Oh dude. my God. Yeah, so I made my character, but like now, after Monster Factory, I have no problem making some fucking weird creation an yeah. aberration it's more it's funnier to me <laughs> games are fun daniel so we don't um, have to take them seriously so i made a man who's uh he has uh neon green hair and i made him constantly frowning and <laughs> but like a super frown okay like a fucking like an epoch frown it's a it's a great frown can you do an epoch frown from here real quick uh, i can't <laughs> <laughs> Like that comic book, like fucking style, like Cable's faces, like if Rob Liefeld fucking (laughs) drew Cable. (laughs) So I made that, and I named him uh, Master Chief. (laughs) Oh my god! Some reason Uh, I'm I'm imagining like um, yeah Jack from Jack and Daxter, but like the second or third iteration where he's more adult and like post apocalyptic looking. No, definitely not, okay. dude. Definitely not. My my guy has a very if if I would put one word to him, it would be pugly. <laughs> my dude's definitely Master Chief is definitely pugly. <laughs> <laughs> Originally I wanted to name him Sir Edward uh Forty Hands. Oh my god. <laughs> They've gotten to you. <laughs> <laughs> but but it didn't give me enough characters to complete my goal. Right. So I had to I had to go for something brief but powerful. And Ma- thus, Master Chief, Master Chief was, was born. Yeah, Master Chief was born. Oh so uh, yeah, playing it is it looks good. It runs at sixty frames. I think we, we were talking about it earlier. Dark Souls three didn't even run on a or ran at thirty yeah. frames per second. Um, if that saying, matters to you, but it does. It does. It, looks it makes good. a little bit of a difference. It makes a, it makes a difference. You were saying if they ever like ported it to like the well or upresed it for the PS4 Pro that they'd make it look really good and smooth. Yeah, I was uh, a big proponent of like maybe a. In fact, they might have done it. I don't know. I don't yeah. pay attention. I don't have a PS4 Pro to care or try out. But that's the first thing I'm going to do. Just install games and try them and see if they look better and shit. And go like, oh, fuck. Infamous Second Son looks so gnar. <laughs> Nack 2 looks great. Look oh, at those my cells. God. Damn it, Nack. So sexy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I've gotten as far as like I told you, I, meeting the first boss, not yeah. even fighting the first boss. Just you meet him and you can't do anything. He's a troll motherfucker. Yeah. Looks like the troll from Harry, the end of Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> there's a troll in the dungeon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that one. And okay. And then there's like just an open doorway, and it's like, oh, okay. I have only essentially you're equipped with a shield. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, actually, no, you don't get the shield yet. So you have nothing but a broken sword. You have the hilt of a sword. You can't really attack too well mm-hmm. against this dude. So you run out of there, you get your sword, and that's literally where I stop. Where I was just like, fuck, we gotta record. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your dedication yeah. to the cause, because, like, you could have gotten lost in that. Yeah. Like, oh, you could have yeah. had your own ODST war all over that fucking landscape. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, my run through of Dark Souls will be a remake of ODST, <laughs> the Which, best Halo. Was that two or three? Halo three, Halo ODST. Three. Okay, <laughs> sir, sir. Oh my god, what is? I I'm interested in what you've been playing. You know what I've been playing. I know what you've been playing. <laughs> you know Say what, what the fuck you've been playing. <laughs> you know what I've been. Tell playing. them and <clears throat> tell them what you did at every juncture. You try and make fun of me for it. And you even like sit down on it, and you're like, okay, maybe I'll yeah. give it a chance. I here. think I yelled at you the last episode too. Yeah, you did. In the very same manner. It actually just might be the same recording at this point. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I finished this week, actually yesterday morning before I went to work, I finished Detroit Become Human um, after like 10 to 15 hours, I think. I don't know. Goodness. Put some time into it. So every time we discuss this game, I get the name wrong in some variation. Like I think I, I still get it wrong De- and I own Detroit it. Detroit 2 Human. Um, Detroit uh, The Human Elements. <laughs> uh fucking but my favorite that we've stumbled upon and had like a 45 minute discussion about the other night it was the most ridiculous tirade is detroit not quite human (laughs) now if you don't recall not quite not quite human is a series of films not just one uh starring alan thick and his uh robotic son (laughs) little son his his robotic his robo boy oh my god that he creates and it was such a hit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that we weren't just treated to not quite human. We got not quite human two. <laughs> and then we got not quite human three. Or so <laughs> or Still not quite human. Still not quite human. <laughs> <laughs> so this motherfucker he's mentioned this movie to me because like I was talking about uh Patrick Duffy yeah. and how he was like the poor man's <laughs> Alan Thick, whatever, whatever. He's so right though. And then you let me know Richard. Alan Thick he's died so right. and I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that. Yes, and he's um, Robin Thicke's his papa. Yeah, this is a whole thing that I just it just slipped my mind in the moment because I was just so caught up in the laughter. But um, so you you throw <laughs> the this laughter at me. not quite human. You threw that at me, and I was like, dude, that should be the name of the game. It should be. <laughs> it it makes the point. Detroit still not quite human. Oh not, be- not becoming human. It's not about that. <laughs> yeah, because in the end, they're. You're right. They're still not human. They're still dying for their robot rights and their robot wishes. Yeah. Okay. So give me. I we just. I just had to call it out. Yeah. So it's good. Tell me about Detroit. Not quite human. Um, I was stuck in my David Cage for the past week of my own wanted will. <laughs> Your David Cage Cage. <laughs> like, where 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 his imagination is like being trapped in a room with somebody. <laughs> somebody unpleasant. It's almost worse than the room with Tommy Wiseau, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So I um I got it night of uh, digital download and I put two hours into it before our last episode and since then got through it. It was an interesting uh, ten hours. I really enjoyed most of it, but some of it was kind of a stretch of my imagination even to think that like David Cage could believe that he could get away with this. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> so you're saying that he's committed a crime just <laughs> with, in, with this game. <laughs> So, I mentioned last week that 
there are three characters in it that you kind of uh, pilot. You have Connor, who's like this kind of detective. You have Marcus, who's like kind of a house android. And then you have Carl, who's kind of the same. <laughs> he's a house android, or like he's kind of a house. <laughs> <laughs> he's like um, the movie Smart House. Like, what's her name? Kathy Seagal's character? Yeah, Kathy but, Seagal. But he's uh, Jesse Williams. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. weird. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So is he human or not? I don't understand. Still not quite. <laughs> okay, but not I'll, quite human. We're getting there. Gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, you uh, take, to which degree? Is he not quite human one? Not quite human two? Not quite human three? I, where are I, we I with feel this? like by three he's probably really realized. Wow. So that's gotcha. where we're at. Gotcha. Um, and Kara being the third one. And it, she's kind of the same. She's a repurposed bot because she gets damaged at some point. And, repurposed from what? Uh, herself. She was damaged. Sure, her, <laughs> wait. Yeah. Hang on, I feel yeah. like I'm talking to a mirror. What? <laughs> You're like, wait, explain. So Kara, she was as the same set of sort of like house servant bot as Marcus, but she was uh, belonged to like a abusive owner, okay. and he basically just destroyed her and returned her, and they repurposed her parts with different bio components, whatever, whatever, and then she goes back. <laughs> whatever, to... whatever, whatever's <laughs> laying around. Yeah, whatever, whatever. This... <laughs> she got a bag of Doritos in there. And you would be of a surprised liver, by how often you have to repair robots in this okay. game. Gotcha. Um, oh, is that? That, that's how, what, how many quick time events are surround like stitching together robots at least three one one as marcus like it's a whole chapter where you're in a junkyard gotcha uh it's kind of like a crazy like <laughs> terminator moment you're kind of crawling out of the <laughs> fucking salvage in the rubble and you're missing a leg and your brain's half out and it's fucking it's <laughs> wild and he basically okay. he goes over and crawls over to like different robots and steals their parts what what an electric sequence wow <laughs> it is wild so i walked in on you playing this game last night you were replaying basically the third act again to see if which choices you could make uh yeah because when i played it i i stuck to the rails in a way that was really safe i was like i want to get what feels like the most complete ending that i could get didn't take too many risks even though some of them might have felt like it uh and then by the end, I was like, okay, this is the ending I got. I feel like I could have done something different. And this playthrough, I was like, I'm going to do some drastically different things. Uh, Which was, as I, as I witnessed, <laughs> yeah. murder all of my friends <laughs> all that of my I friends. gained up until this point. And cross the can- Canadian border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another strange goal. <laughs> it, was, it was a little wild. Okay. Um, so the climax of this game basically has... I'm gonna do a little. It's just not a crazy spoiler here, but it, there's a mounting civil war because these robots gain sentience, um, and some of them to get refuge, they try and get across the Canadian border. And then one of the characters, in particular Marcus, he goes from being this housebot to being repurposed to starting a rebellion. Essentially, somebody repurposed him to to be rebellious. No, the whole Terminator scene I described. You know that electrifying scene. That was right. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was him learning that he needs to rebel against the, the what? Basically, yeah, it was it was a stretch of the imagination. Okay. So that that's that. Okay, that's the one leap of logic I have to say. From him going from being a a servant android, right, mm-hmm. to being in a junkyard and then coming back to life, and then like having this thought work, I'm gonna start a rebellion and do all this crazy shit, this action movie shit. Like what? Where? You? No, it seems so out of left field. I walked in and I, the one thought that I had just <clears throat> fucking lightning into my head was this is overwrought <laughs> well yeah so this is so much in my scenes i had connor who is sent on a quest to uh stop marcus um he's interacting with hank his partner and i basically mm-hmm. have him kill him at a point in a very dramatic scene where he throws him over a rooftop 
<laughs> All right. It was good. It was Clancy Brown's best effort, I think, in the game. So that's the thing that I found attractive about this package, yeah. this Detroit uh, becoming human yeah. thing. Uh, Clancy Brown's in the game, like, and I don't mean like he's voicing. He's in the game. He's just in the game. But he looks like he's doing like a Rutger Hauer impersonation. Yeah. But Rutger Hauer from Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> If you remember, so he's I don't just quite remember, but yeah. like haggardly looking, yeah. but he's great. And I watched it and he was speechifying about it. He's like, I didn't think these robots were people, <laughs> but now I know better. <laughs> but now I know because I lost my boy. Yeah, I lost so my boy good. to the Zodiac Killer. God, I love Clancy the, Brown. The origami killer. And I got to tell you, this is not the first time that his face has been digitized into a video game. I'm trying to think of what the other one was. Yeah, you tried to tell me last night, but it, I, I couldn't. I feel like it you. might be a Call of Duty or maybe it's a pokemon game he's fucking uh professor oak in one of the pokemon <laughs> he's professor oak oh my god yeah so that just, would be perfect casting i think so too yeah if they did a live action okay um so you saw me come in at this crazy moment that really made no narrative sense other than the fact that you could stress to rest the game and, and do wild things with it just because it's like you have these options and these weird flow charts you can take yes it allows you to make very very uncharacteristic choices yeah. like there's obviously <laughs> based in, on the choices so, you've made before and in telltale games and quantic dream games and i forget who did until dawn but those sort of styled games uh, uh they have this sort of through line where it's like you're gonna get a, a main written ending that's gonna feel natural and then you're gonna have all these weird splintering ones that like they're gonna feel fun and zany they scripted them because they had to like somebody gave voice lines to this scenario but it's not quite right (laughs) and there are a lot of moments like that in this game did any of the characters at any any point say like any of the androids like i'm woke is there anything like that? It gets close. This game takes a lot it of limits. It gets close. Is, um, that, is that not a button choice? <laughs> triangle to say you're woke? <laughs> R2L2, woke. Woke. Shake it to be woke. So, I don't know. I, for the most part, despite those little things and the leaps of logic and all that, I enjoyed it. I thought it was probably one of the better David Cage experiences um, of the three. We're that... not even calling them Quantic Dream games. <laughs> no, because, because it's, it's so emblematic of him and what his his wants just, are just like us his team yeah is also trapped in a david cage Fuck. cage of david cage's making Fuck. <laughs> it's horrible um i want to uh, say though yeah. that having played this game um amongst the atmospheres of better current sci-fi like Westworld and stuff like that. Where games... I, I was going to say, it does have a very Westworldy feel to it. To, I mean, obviously it deals with the same concepts. To, to some extent it does, like, because there's this instance where they mention, like, backdoors for the androids to where, like... Um, butt sex, yeah. But <laughs> you're, anal, you're having anal sex with these robots. Right. Pleasure bots. But, but why uh, wouldn't you? I mean, I'm going to say... They don't feel pain. They said in the game they don't feel pain. I felt genuine attraction to a robot, though, while I was playing this game. All right, weird. The, the main Go one, on, the main one, Chloe, that's on the main menu. I was like, damn, you're actually, like, really cute. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'd be in trouble if I were in that world. Um, so now I'm just imagining, like, walking in on you. You just have that on in the background, the menu. <laughs> just jerking off. Just yeah. nope. Oh, come on. Not even jerking off. Just maybe standing there and eating peanut butter yeah. right out of the jar. I, I don't know. Just anything. It's so me. Yeah. That's your brand. It is my brand. Yeah. Um, so the back door, not the assholes. Let's get away from that. Okay, let's try away. Can I get to this point? Can we get away from David Cage? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. As far as we can.
there's this backdoor thing with these deviants where one guy is like, well, if they become sentient and do what they're doing, you can basically overrun them and gain back control of them. And they mentioned that on Westworld as well, where it's like, okay, these ones that are having sentience and kind of straying from their main host lines, like, we can access them again. They're put there for a reason, though. And it made me wonder if there wasn't a greater reason why a lot of these robots were rebelling, and they never quite handled it. And it's a theme that, like, is really, like, stressed through, like, supplementary stuff like magazines that kind of hinted at like what's happening in the background for the greater story of why they could be rebelling and all this but they never go into a way that kind of pays off and i feel like westworld at least handles it in a really cool way right i i walked in and i'm not gonna spoil anything about the ending in case anybody wants to make that cage plunge yeah. uh it just kind of ends though i watched it and it just kind of like cuts off and yeah some of the storylines it looked like did not pay off in any kind of satisfactory manner no and i just walked in and like just kind of got a sense of what was going on like i sat there for what like fucking an hour you were there for the the last chapter yeah the last chapter i was watching it like on and off throughout our conversation and it was just like you don't end things like that it was just like all right credits and this (laughs) or like like somebody was just like uh, walks by he's been searching for this dude the whole game that dead body on the fucking ground goes oh mission accomplished it was for connor (laughs) because he's like the the detective bot and that's this his mission towards the end but yeah he he just walks away he looks like job well done (laughs) he he didn't do anything anything But then they give them a mid credit scene that you're like, oh, this is kind of neat. And then I'm like, are you guys trying to set up a fucking sequel for Detroit? <laughs> there are a few instances where I thought that. Because the no. main ending that I got that was probably more close to the true ending. Same thing, kind of ends, you're like, uh. But the general atmosphere of it makes makes me feel like they could do Still Not Quite Human too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, I'm still waiting for Beyond Three Souls. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. So... I hope God. I don't know. You're not gonna you're not gonna play it, but I would recommend this to people. Just well, on you a, didn't buy it physically. I might have played it. I would I would put it on my hard drive and let you play it, like my external. I'm I don't sure think that. it works that way. I don't it think could it works that, that way. Yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure that's uh, illegal. All right. And Shuhei's uh, gonna walk in, and he's gonna beat us with a bag of Valencia oranges. Hey, you in the comments. Don't snitch on us. Don't snitch on us. <laughs> we don't want to be snitched on us, Shuhei. So I've been playing something. I've been actually getting into mm-hmm. uh, the Switch again. I mentioned a little bit on the last episode that we did. Uh, and I'm kind of digging it because I have not seen eye to eye with uh, Nintendo the last few years, mm-hmm. obviously. I didn't really care about the Wii. Even when that was kind of exploding, I was just like, I'm not feeling the motion control or this whole tiny remote thing to engage with games i'm yeah. not i'm not there with you and then wii u i was especially not there with that because i was just like there's nothing dynamic about this screen and screen experience mm-hmm. to me i think it's a cool gimmick but it's just like something wasn't like lining up with me so yeah. like i've always you know kind of questioned their choices and stuff while still like you know i'm still a fan i grew up with nintendo but mm-hmm. like i feel like the discussions that you and me had last year about the switch and kind of what we imagined it could be and what it could do yeah they're kind of they're doing that yeah. right now, you know. There's this there's a dearth of indie titles on there that are cool and interesting to the platform and actually feel at home there. Mm. And then they have uh, just this influx of new releases coming, you know. Yeah. That it's just like I fucking picked up Hyrule Warriors and that's awesome. And then later on, Smash Brothers is coming, and it's like they they kind of have these plans for each of these franchises. And mm. we'll we'll get into that a little bit later in the episode, especially yeah. pertaining to Pokemon foreshadow um so 
I picked up Hyrule Warriors and I'm playing it and I'm enjoying it and I'm actually like I got a fucking controller for the system and I was like yeah dude like I come home from work and I'm like I stare at a screen all day I want to be on my fucking back I don't want to be like on my haunches you know because mm-hmm. like I was working through um, before I, I picked it up working through God of War yeah. as you know working toward the Platinum what you got which I got ding Platy. and uh, some of it felt like a little bit like a chore you know especially because like I you know fucking nine hour work day or whatever mm. come home and i'm like oh, i just i want to eat and by the time i'm done it's like uh fixing up chicken fingies or whatever whatever <laughs> it is it's like nine o'clock and it's like all right time to oh, go back to the mist of muscle <laughs> time to fucking run the gauntlet run the fucking and get gauntlet. my echoes yeah um <laughs> so you had a bit towards the the end um towards your platinum like when we last spoke on air and yeah. you took that i think it was a sunday you literally played probably from the time you woke up to four in the morning I really trying did. to get that platinum like because you still had like 60 that. you were at 60 yeah. percent, so you still had a ways to go in terms of like collectibles <laughs> and shit and god damn it dude like you put your shoulder to it <laughs> i did though because i i was so fucking close because like if you looked at like my collectible menu mm-hmm. like everything was like you know one off three off two off uh oh that's complete like yeah. every little collectible that i could get and i was like damn it dude i just got to put in the work i want this platinum and i don't want to lose momentum with this game especially uh-huh. like you know after uh finishing the main story and moving on to the kind of sort of post game i mean you can do everything like during the game but like it's you know post game as in like not story based yeah uh so <laughs> that was some rough stuff but like the closer i got like honestly the, it was this decision around 12 30 <laughs> where i looked and i popped like maybe i was like three trophies from the plat okay so the platinum and then three additional trophies mm-hmm. And I was just like, I can do it. I know I can do it. What were your last three? Because I know one of them was the Trials of Musilfheim. Uh, yes. My, and then, um, what was it? Because I already took care of Nilfheim. Uh-huh. Actually, that I took care of Nilfheim earlier in the night. And then I was like, well, I only have this bitch work left. The Ravens? The okay. Ravens was like almost second to last. So how hard was that towards the end, like, when you were going into areas and, like, looking at your completion, you're like, I got, like, five of six, where's that last one? Like, Dude, those sons you of do bitches, that? not only do the ravens make an annoying fucking sound, some of them don't make a sound, and yeah. you gotta look for them in the level, like, where the fuck are you? The ones that fly around, like, whether it's on the <gasps> islands or the ships or whatever. far off. Yeah. I gotta say, though, like, the sound design on that game in particular is immaculate, and they do this kind of Ocarina of Time effect. Like, you know the Skulltulas? Yeah. In that game. The, 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 yeah, that, that spider center. Of course I know. In Hyrule yeah, Warriors, it? they do that. They yeah, have them. Because, like, they appear on the map, and then, like, the music turns, like, low. Yeah. So you can, like, kind of low echo locate the <laughs> motherfuckers. They're usually in a rock. Throw a bomb at a rock. Got your Skotula ass. Boom. Yeah. 99 more to go. So yeah, it's basically dude. that effect, where it's, like, you get trained to listen to it after right. a while. <laughs> fuck. But, yeah, pop those. And then the my last challenge was uh, Muscle Fime, or whatever yeah. the fuck. And that one, that one took a little while. Like, so the beginning of it's difficult because you have to fight 20 enemies uh well okay so for context you have to do a round of challenges and then you have to do the same round of challenges but they're increased in difficulty like the game calls them impossible it's like six trial gates uh it goes normal hard and then the last one is a valkyrie and then you have to do it again that's considered the challenge at that point like you said impossible so the first one was i think the first one is actually the hardest because it's like you have to kill 20 enemies but you can't take damage nope so that one took a while but then i was surprised like because i was just like all right i'm gonna put this down after a little bit like Mm -hmm. I just want to get through this one goddamn challenge. 
And then I did the second one. I was like, oh shit, I did that in one. Yep. And then I was like, well, I did the third one. And I kept on like nailing them like that. And I was like, boop, pop the platy. Nice. We popped it at the same place. Really? Yeah, because that was my last one too. Because I didn't want to go out on like collecting all the treasure maps. Like that'd be such a lame like last trophy to get you, before you the You tell me this is a true love after all, huh? <laughs> so yeah i'm playing hyrule warriors right now and that's what i'm attracted to even though i picked up dark souls today but i'm mm. addicted to the gameplay loop so the more i get into this game it's not just the um story mode mm. uh so you have the legend mode and then you have the adventure mode and the adventure mode i starting to really get into that shit so you'll have like this kind of over overworld map and each square of the map, because it's broken up into the squares, uh, coordinates to a different battle with a different challenge. It'll be sometimes it'll be easy shit where it's like, ah, kill seven hundred enemies, or this one will be like, oh, take care of all the generals essentially in the level. And if you meet the criteria to get an A rank victory, sometimes there will be like a heart container for a specific character, or even like a bonus that unlocks. Mm-hmm. So you could, you know, uh, effectively like fucking get a heart for one character and then you get like an item that you can use on the map again that's pretty cool like there's this kind of like interplay it's not like very deep yeah but it's just fun and it's a cool little callback and it's actually a little it's an interesting gameplay loop because it reminds it's super involving and it, like every level set has like something that's a nice little touch to the game it came yeah. from and then the surprising thing for me in this game is that, you know, so characters get more than one kind of weapon. Mm-hmm. So you initially start out with it, but when you go through adventure mode or maybe even uh, some of them you unlock in the main story mode, you'll get like a new weapon for them. And it changes the gameplay style entirely. Like uh, Link, well, you know, he'll get his normal sword and you'll get a master sword, which is like familiar to the sword, but it uh-huh. has its own attacks that are cool. But then you'll get fucking gauntlets. That change up everything. And my dude's like throwing them out and chain Punches? linking and shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, and fucking jumping up and slamming on the ground and shit. And I'm just Fuck. like, wow. Give him the Goron smash. Yeah, like it's it's fun. It feels good. Uh, so the game was developed by, um, it wasn't just Nintendo. It was uh, Team Ninja, mm. who did Dead or Alive. And I believe they also did Ninja Gaiden. Okay. Right? And then uh, the Omega Force, which uh, makes all the Miso games, is what they're called in Japan. Mm. But we call them the Warriors games, Dynasty Warriors. I mean, they both sound good. You sound good. Thanks. No problem, dude. So I'm enjoying the shit out of that because the unlocks just keep on coming. I feel like every time I pick it up, I get something new. Which is really exciting for a game yeah, like that. I like that a lot. Because like, we always talk about nintendo not having like social component trophies but the fact that there are in-game unlocks and trophies and reasons to go back to it like it makes the replay so high yeah yeah just get like just getting those unlocks and getting like they even have like in-game medals that are kind of like yeah. trophies which is cool it's like fine you know oh you killed ten thousand gorons i'm like yeah it was a genocide <laughs> <laughs> that's super dope i am looking forward to playing at some point um i just got a pro controller today fancy i used one right yeah. It was still like almost 70 bucks, though. So, whatever. <laughs> I like that we got a story about it from the guy that traded in. It's like, we don't need to know where this came from. I asked, though, because I was just curious, because it, it is kind of pricey, and I was like, well, if it's going to be damaged, like, I want to make sure it's like... Well, your question was like, who would trade this in? <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed silly, and then he was like, oh, yeah, he ended up... What did he do? Uh, oh, yeah, he was just like... Uh, yeah, he ended up trading in, like, his console and, like, everything. For a PS4 Pro. For a PS4 Pro, because he felt like there just wasn't, like, games coming out for the Switch. Oh, my God. And I was like, really, dude? Kind of, like, I'm, like, 
always bashing on Nintendo. Or I mean, like I you mean, know, it's, that was your whole it's fir- playful ribbing. That was our whole first year where we we're like, well, there's nothing. Put for games it. on the Switch. Yeah, they put, they put the them. Switch. We don't want them. Yeah. Um, but we knew it was going to be like that from that that fucking first Nintendo event where they announced the lineup. Like, it's just we knew- weird, man. Like he gave us the Carfax <laughs> for this Pro Controller. <laughs> I don't mind that. I mean, sometimes I probably don't want a GameFAX. A GameSpot Carfax. Because I don't want to know where that shit comes from. But like a newer yeah. controller? Why not? You know? Yeah, yeah, okay. So. That's fair enough. Yeah, so I'll probably get Hyrule Warriors. That'll probably be the next Switch game I get. You gotta um, get Dark Souls, man. I do have to get Dark Souls. So that's this is my buying order. Yeah. Dark Souls, Hyrule Warriors, and then something else in the summer. I don't know. Why wouldn't it just be a list that goes down? Audience, he, he put... I pointed f- away. Put a, he, he pointed away. <laughs> He's like, Dark Souls... And then a constellation away. Sorry, is Tom? Is time not linear? Does it not move that way? Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. Fair <laughs> Does enough. Does it move dude. up and it down? Just, it was everywhere with it. <laughs> so we have a lot of content for you, uh, beautiful ears. We do. This is a fucking shebang. strange nickname. Hey, beautiful ears. I don't know why I did this. Cut that out. Yeah. Anyway, no, <laughs> nope, he left nope. it in. I'm leaving. All right, so we did a. Daniel went totally overboard on the writing, and then he was like, Kevin, you need to write more. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, All right, man, I'm you sorry. Get, you got to match me, bro. <laughs> You're uh, like J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Parker. Barking at <laughs> So, this is our first episode proper in, what, like a few months? Because, like, our last two were review episodes, and those don't really follow the format of doing news or a, a strong right, right, topic. Right, right, right. So, the difference with our review episodes or, like, bonus episodes and proper episodes is that you get a t shirt in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> with with every listen fuck and they're really just my t-shirts turned inside out with different decals correct yeah. they are not your size they are not meant to be your size um <laughs> they're a collector's item all right so we're going back to the episode proper format for i don't know a little bit until we have something else we want to review or fucking gab on about for two hours but um in that fashion we read news <laughs> <laughs> And now begins the reading of the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's let's just barrel through this. There's going to be some plenty of discussion. Let's do it. Okay. Number one. Wait, is this the gaming God news and discussion part? I don't know anymore, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. We need a whiteboard. Actually, let's just get a no, fucking no. silver mark and write on your TV the syllabus for this We're episode. Not fucking doing that. <laughs> you sure? Get to the news. <laughs> okay. Number one. There's only three guarantees in life: death, taxes. And Assassin's Creed leaks. <laughs> this pre E3 season saw the latest installment in Ubisoft's long-standing franchise have its logo uh, leaked by a promotional keychain. Uh, Ubisoft responded by showing off a teaser trailer for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which depicts a Spartan assassin in ancient Greece power-kicking a soldier off of a goddamn cliff. It's a bold image. It was great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, but, of course, no other details, including a potential release date, were announced. But we should expect more info during Yubi's E3 press conference set for Monday, June 11th. That is a week away, sir. That's super soon. Yeah. That's super, a week and super and a half. soon. Yeah, we get through this weekend, and then the next week. Get through the weekend, week and a half. That's cool. how math works. Yeah. <laughs> In case we didn't know. Yeah. Well, we don't know, <laughs> to be fair. So, that's there's not a lot of info... From UB, no. but I found some shit online. Oh, Forbes uh, actually reported on some rumors that they have heard. Apparently the game will feature dialogue choices, which is a first for the series. Think Mass Effect. I guess you're right. 
Uh-huh. Huh. Yep, yep, yep. And it will feature a deeper level of character customization. Okay. Uh, apparently, unlike what we've seen before. Uh, Origins, correct me if I'm wrong, had a bit of customization for your weapon sets and your armor sets. Um, I could most recently compare it to God of War in that you get uh, different weapons and attire that you can upgrade and use along the way so okay, it, it okay. becomes really granular on that level but, but but you have a set character it's not like you're no you don't get to create you don't get okay. to make fucking master chief again i'm wondering know? what the- <laughs> every game deserves a master chief daniel um but uh, there were there was customization in the, in the weapon set too because right. like you get legendaries and regular blue ones and i don't know it was kind of neat like because they didn't do that before that one no no not really syndicate was pretty on the rails with that like you had whatever weapons you had and you upgraded them on a tree yeah yeah it had a pretty similar like the far cry style unlock tree right um and then the last little bit that actually gets me a little excited is that the uh naval elements uh of black flag will be kind of present in this game in a different form or fashion so that's dope i fucking love that sir if they bring back the naval battles because that shit i got lost in yeah every time that. you talk about black flag you're like that's the best part oh yeah actually the the writer for this uh, uh of the forbes article was mm-hmm. like black flag is my favorite one. Oh really yeah and i'm like i can't if somebody tells me that i'm never you're not gonna, gonna disagree them. no i love that game yeah. too yeah i enjoyed the shit out of the naval battles so that would be very cool that's cool that origins had I don't know if it had boat fights, but... I, I I thought I saw a little traversal, but I don't remember there being... No. Because I didn't play it. As, as far into it, I, got, I think I got like 10, 15 hours into it, but Syndicate, by the way, probably has more fighting and action on the water mm-hmm. than that game does, but yeah. So another thing <laughs> I wanted to mention, even though it's kind of like leaked, I don't know that it's coming out this year, because Ubisoft did say that they wanted to stick to a kind of biannual... Uh, release structure for mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed in order to like you know get the quality there because yeah. like uh, Unity and well mostly it was Unity showed that the yearly schedule yeah. was fucking up things Unity like, Brotherhood Rogue right too many bugs too many floating eyeballs too many horrific shit the kids were seeing it they were crying <laughs> through the night so Ubisoft was like we need to fucking dial back guys <laughs> so I, I and and my- when they first did that because I think that they did it between I don't know the last one before Syndicate but like that was their last major one and then between that and origins was like two years yeah there was a gap there's so a gap before they, uh, syndicate came out and i respect that because the quality and caliber in that game really shows a difference like it really feels like i don't i'm not gonna say they don't take their time because i'm sure they take time on all their games they have to they have so many teams and so much to do in terms of like localization but i feel like this was just so much more polished like the level yeah. of polish was way better and that's why i'm hoping it doesn't come out this year. yeah i, I wanted to come out in 2019 I, I think the sweet spot for them yep 2019 early 2019 because yeah. that we see that works for far cry far cry 5 this year coming out in uh, march mm-hmm. actually it charted pretty fucking high for a while like because nothing it was else a, came out yeah well but it was still the best-selling game of like the month so yeah. it's it's a good exactly again because it, nothing else came out nothing else came out <laughs> yeah. that's a perfect time yeah. because this year very unfortunately for every other publisher is red dead redemption 2 that's going to kill October for a lot of games. It's going to kill a lot of the holiday season. Maybe, maybe except for Nintendo. Nintendo, I feel like, can withstand that. Nintendo is kind of like in its own bubble for a lot of the times. And I think uh, they, they they carved their own niche. And I think especially this year, as we will get into with the news, they got some good shit coming up. But uh, I honestly just think it's there's a new Call of Duty mm-hmm. coming out this year, Black Ops. We got Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Battlefield Five is coming out in the same yeah, time span. Yeah, sure look at titanfall 2 way back when fucking got 
buried because it decided to come out in that same little like October nesting ground. Yeah, essentially. I mean, they 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 landed on that pretty hard. They're like, well, there are two different types of EA gamers. <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna buy EA games, and people are gonna fucking buy EA games. I was like, okay, appreciate <laughs> yeah, the no. bravado. No, so I I think Yubi, please, please, please. It's okay to take the time on this, but I just put it in the 2019. I think so too because. Honestly, we got such a good story out of Origins. Like from what I played, uh, the the fifteen hours or so, the narrative was killer. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good that's cool. ass game. Um, I still gotta borrow. I actually it. really need to go back into it um, because I, I, I love that particular it. setting. I need to get into it at all. And what do you think they're gonna do with Greece? So that has me interested. Like, you think I... they're gonna have like Spartan arena fights and shit? I, I think they're gonna lean hard into it there's a reason they're choosing this and, and actually i'm kind of surprised i didn't think about them using that setting before i'm sure fans have mentioned it but i mm. never thought like oh fuck agent greece would be really cool for this series and i dope. agree it is pretty cool but they've leaned hard into like europe in like really weird ways like for the first several iterations yeah. of uh, assassin's creed right right, right. So when they so, started to stray that was really mm-hmm. cool so so i actually i would want another assassin's creed i want to see the 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 origins of australia <laughs> when it's when it was a prison call you're fucking riding wallabies and taking down uh, <laughs> right yokels maybe that's like more focused on fighting like cryptids oh that'd be really cool because like 70 percent of australia is uncharted I would actually, yeah. in a different vein, prefer a Far Cry in Australia then. Because I feel like they can stretch those limits a Damn little it, more. Damn it, that makes more sense. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I said okay, that. whatever. We're moving on. Move now up. I'm upset because that actually made very good business sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Damn, that's a good idea. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway. Save them first. Number two on here. It's a short one. Likewise, Bioware released a six-second teaser for a trailer for Anthem. That's it. That's all I got for this one. I, I, I don't. I'm, I have no reason to be excited about Anthem right now. It's almost like they needed us to be reminded that it was a thing because I forgot about it for a little bit. Yeah, pretty much, and I, I think that's fine. Yeah, especially if they show us something a little more substantial mm-hmm. uh, this year. But so far, it just sounds like destiny slash mass effect is what they're going for, which isn't horrible. Not horrible, I but I need something a little more. I need a better hook. I think when they announced it at what was it E three was it twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen I forget I don't I don't care maybe it was last year I thought it was pretty cool but like we needed more of it and I think still coming off of like Andromeda it's just like eh, I need to see, I need a restored faith like I don't want to fault them I don't want to be like you know on the bandwagon but yeah I really wasn't into Andromeda and yeah. I'm really not hopeful about what Bioware is cooking unfortunately and I never I was never in the Dragon Age I wasn't well. either I'm not yeah. I, and I won't come at people for enjoying that no. game obviously there's a lot of shit there's some cool enjoy. story points and I've seen some interesting things from those games it just it doesn't hit uh, the chord for me that yeah. I need to have hit I didn't really enjoy the yeah. combat either that's that's pretty much 100% it for me I don't enjoy the combat otherwise I would probably dig the shit out of uh, yeah. Dragon Age but in this instance uh, Anthem I just needed to not be a Destiny clone. I actually needed to be the game that Destiny 2 kind of seemed like it was going to be. Mm-hmm. The promise of this like constant, ever-expanding world and uh, an evergreen of content and such. But uh, right now, nothing. No pulse, buddy. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Number three. I got some good shit for you, buddy. Good shit, Lollipop. Video game leaks can come from up high and down low. In this instance, it came from way down low. A 4chan form is sporting an image that purportedly shows a lineup of Nintendo Switch games to be announced at E3. Notably, the list contains Fortnite, 
Epic Games Battle Royale Sensation that's been released on practically every major console except the Switch. Lending some credence to this list is the fact that a Korean ratings board updated a rating for the port. The list also spotlights a port of Dragon Ball Fighters. Really want that game? A console version of the arcade hit Killer Queen, which is dubbed Killer Queen Black. You remember playing that shit? No. Really? We went to Portland and played it. We were drunk. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, yes, that was that was Killer game? Queen. Okay, yeah, 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 that was yeah. cool. Yeah, that was like it became like kind of a cult thing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Uh-huh. That's coming to Switch apparently. And and most importantly, motherfucking overcooked too nice oh, he loves I that game so i love that game so much it's good oh fuck we played so much overcooked dude we did i never actually finished it with you though i'm sorry no it's okay yeah yeah we'll get back i have it on my my ps4 so. i beat it all with alicia too did you really like literally be- the whole game over again oh my god and not just like the campaign the, the fucking dlc <laughs> as well with the last morsel yeah, the last morsel, and then the uh, the the Christmas one. That's a good one too. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that game. I love making burritos in that game. Oh my <laughs> god, bring that back! But the sequel, I want complicated dishes. What do you want? I want oh, dude, I want fucking like pho. I want I want fucking uh, maybe some hoagies. Okay. Some <laughs> you hoagies. know, I like I maybe likes these multi-set meals. You know, where you got to create a platter. Okay. Where it's like, oh shit, like soup and and here's the steak dinner and here's a burger on the same platter and you got to nice. figure out just get crazier with it. Right? I want more breakfast foods. You want, oh yeah, and I for sure want that raccoon in the wheelchair because that was cool. <laughs> he was the best. Meals on Wheels. He was dope. Oh, I don't think that was his name. That <laughs> was totally his name. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, number four. <laughs> I love it. Ah, we were practically buried in Pokemon news this week as Nintendo announced Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee for the Nintendo Switch. Both games are a sort of remake of Pokemon Yellow, returning players to the Kanto region where you'll encounter the original 151 Mons. Nice. That's what the kids call them, Mons. No, they don't. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. You've been away Uh... from the scene for a while. I don't know. I I tweeted Mons and I found a few things, so I feel like it's legit. Okay, as the title suggests, these new games take inspiration from the mobile hit Pokemon Go. Random encounter battles are done away with. Instead, pocket monsters appear in the open, and capture mechanics mirror Go, where players chuck Pokeballs at their adorable prey. This is accomplished using the motion control Joy-Cons when the switch is docked, or the system's gyroscope for aiming and the Joy-Cons buttons to throw your ball when in handheld mode hmm. so uh i had to do like a, a like kind of a feature rundown because there's a lot for it there's a lot of things about like so we know kind of a lot but also not how it all kind of, kind of ties together mm-hmm. but here's um, this paints a picture of some of the feature okay. set here so it's for me bob ross <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway it is developed by game freak over the last two years mm-hmm. While there's no wild battles, you'll battle NPCs using traditional turn-based mechanics. Uh, you'll gain XP for catching Pokemon and smacking around other trainers, but the leveling system isn't finalized yet. Pikachu or Eevee will stay by your side as you explore Kanto, preferring to avoid their Pokeball prisons. <laughs> They're the only ones that get that special privilege, man. That's true. Don't know what that's about. Luxury. <laughs> Luxury. Although some of those balls are nice, from what I understand. Yeah. On the inside. The pocket universes. What's going on in this fucking universe, right? man? And, yeah. and do they eat Pokemon? I feel like we discussed this before. Do they eat po- Okay, I'm getting off track. Anyway. <laughs> well, look at okay, look, look, look a Butterfree. Butterfree eats like a little little seedling thing. So. Yeah. 
Not yeah. other Pokemon. Not other Pokemon. You don't think Pokemon eat other Pokemon? I think they do. I mean, every... But, but do the people eat Pokemon? Oh. Dan- Daniel, Daniel, let's okay. not go down this path. Okay, we gotta move on. So, uh, Pikachu and Eevee can't evolve. It's an allegory about loving who you are or some <laughs> shit from an anime. Anyway, other Pikachus and Eevees you catch can evolve, though. Okay. So, that's fun. So, other people's <laughs> prize and joys. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, let's Go connects to Pokemon Go via Bluetooth. Uh, you can transfer Pokemon from Go to Let's Go, but not the other way around. The Kanto 150 will also feature their Alolan forms uh, from Pokemon Sun and Moon. That's cool. Uh, you can both trade and battle with other players online. Mm-hmm. No ranked matches, though, you animals. <laughs> There's two-player co-op. Player two serves as a support character, helping you explore, catch monsters, monsters and do battle. And finally, you can ride Pokemon. Yes. Uh, you battle them, trade them, capture them, even dress them. We're one game away from being able to fuck them. <laughs> Special thanks to GameSpot for collecting all the information I just regurgitated. Uh, they have an article called Everything We Know About Pokemon. Let's go, nice. Pikachu, and let's go, Eevee. Thank you, guys. Good shout out. Oh, shit. I got more here. Oh, there's more? <laughs> Sorry, dude. Both Let's Go titles released November 16th. On the same day, Nintendo's releasing the new Pokeball Plus Peripheral, which is essentially a Pokeball-shaped Joy-Con. It looks so cool. And it's essentially awesome. <laughs> I like. It's I've, really dope. I can't be anywhere contemptuous or or what's the word i'm looking for cynical cynical i can't be cynical about it whatsoever it is cool now uh while the pokemon let's go games are considered uh mainline titles technically they are not the untitled pokemon rpg that was announced for switch at last year's e3 still in the pocket so pokemon switch as it is being called uh i guess tentatively is slated for 2019 and is said to be more in line with traditional pokemon games whereas let's go is an obvious departure underlining all of this by the way was the stealth release of pokemon quest a spin-off title launched for free on the nintendo switch we don't have to go too far into that one i haven't played it i haven't touched it but it's um free. some people i know on twitter have played it uh and they say it's like it's cool it's cool yeah I don't know how much people are going to be investing in it, like on top of Pokemon Go and Let's Go, and then these fucking other ones. So, is it? Do they have like tra- it, like microtransactions or some shit? Is it like a freemium game? Or I have some no capacity? idea. It might be. Um, probably. I feel like it's just something little to like kind of bide our time. That's cool. Yeah. So, what's interesting about this this kind of um, announce is that they showed you something that's new. But still familiar, you know, they have obvious callbacks, Kanto region, Pokemon Yellow, shit like mm-hmm. that. But they're still saying, like, but this is really a new thing, kind of drastic departure. But that's why we have this more traditional experience coming down the pipeline yeah. for you core fans, essentially. But the thing is, like, even the, the director of the game said, this game is intended to kind of bring or onboard the people that got onto the series through Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why the functionality is the same. Yeah. They showed a trailer where it's like, yo, it looks exactly like capturing Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Kind of a big thing that, you know, random encounters are gone. Mm-hmm. Everything's replaced with, like, you can see them on the overworld and you got to capture them much like you wouldn't go. Yeah. And your only chance to battle is through NPCs. Huh. And online. Yeah. Interesting. It's not too bad. I mean, you figure at some point they had to wash away the random encounters because when I went back to Y like two years ago, I was like, there are a lot of them. They happen too frequently. So it's kind of cool to have that different variety with with this one. 
And so. they at least still have, uh, it goes, it leans on the turn-based combat from the original mm. games when you actually yeah. do get into a battle. Because I know Pokemon Go's battles are really not traditional, and I was super not into it. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, uh, it's been two years, and I still haven't touched it. So I'm a proud survivor of the Pokemon Go Wars. <laughs> I mean, it was cool to see people like engage with something all at once and like be outside yeah. and, and celebrate this thing, but it really was a shallow experience for me. Like, I still see it happening every day because I think uh, the Starbucks that I worked at, the old Starbucks that I worked at, and the GameStop that I worked at when it fucking launched. Like, yeah, you had a hot spot. They were all Pokestops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they made a Pokemon Go Frappuccino to celebrate it. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it was that serious. What color was it? It is the vanilla bean with the blackberries blended in. <laughs> so it's kind of like white and then purpley and crazy. Can you make that for me? Sure. Does it taste good? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's real good. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, it's well. got raspberry in it too. Do you guys have anything that's like banana-like? We're not talking about this right okay, now. Okay, anyway. That's so, all. So... <laughs> So what's what's your beat on this? Like how what what is your excitement level for this as a Switch owner and a I would say casual Pokemon fan? Um somewhat casual. It speaks to me as a kid. Um I really love Pokemon growing up. I watched that show every day before school in middle school and maybe a little bit in high school and I never played uh, the traditional ones on um, Game Boy, so yellow, red, blue. I missed those. I missed all of them. Like the only Wait, what did you play? The only one that I ever got my hands on was was X and Y pretty recently. I played like um What? What was the one? Really? The Pokemon Dungeon. I played that one, but like I never owned a Game Boy. Your childhood was devoid of the Pokemon? But hear me out. I had, okay. po- I had Pokemon Snap on N64. Let me hear your broken childhood out. Which is amazing. And oh. I had Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. What the fuck? I had the good ones. So I, I was. The good Those are not the main ones, my dog. They're, they're different. They're different iterations. So yeah, I haven't. They're the supplemental. I mean, they're fun experiences unto themselves, but they are not the fucking thing, dude. Listen, we you got close we at least thing. got gym battles. Pokemon You're, Go didn't give us gym battles. You saw the thing. You were close to the thing. You did not have the thing. But with Pokemon X, I did. So, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, my thing is, I never really cared for a lot of the later generations of Pokemons. Like, there's some cool ones here and there, but, like, it just, I, like, Trubbish didn't really speak to me. And there's one that's a key, one that's, like, a chandelier, and it's just, like, I don't know. I fell off from it. But this is cool. I really want to play it because I want that sort of traditional experience and just the mechanics of it seem really cool it, it seems does. like a fun experience to have i i people apparently are pretty goddamn excited about this people are like in tears because I, I saw one person like say on twitter that this was the game that i wanted as a kid and that's what i think like as you know i i feel like uh, some people would come at it and be say this is really gimmicky especially with a pokeball uh peripheral like come come on but yeah. at the same time it's like i don't know dude it's it feels like such a natural extension yeah. of what the concepts of pokemon are it's like well why not why can't i just like fucking toss a ball at this guy like why can't i do and these, you have all the functionality on the ball uh, itself yeah, right yeah <clears throat> like i don't know i'm kind of digging on i'm digging it, it. <laughs> like i i want to be resistant to nintendo's bullshit you know but god they i mean they're if, hitting on all cylinders with this one if i get enough. one peripheral controller for the the switch it will be that you did get a peripheral controller today it's different it's not different. It's, 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 so like getting the steering wheel for fucking mario kart or getting like <laughs> something peripheral or getting a laser gun yeah i'm saying also like, a peripheral <sighs> Okay, whatever. Anyway. I'm not going to get into arguments about controllers versus peripherals. <laughs> We're getting into semantics. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I want to go back to Kanto. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. And I want to catch all those fucking Pokemon, man. It's going to be great. I fucking, I, I'm digging on yeah. it. I am digging Super on stoked. it. Super um, stoked. I'm going to move on. Okay. Because we got to 
There's just so much to digest, so much to do. We're busy. We're busy with games. But you know what? I'm yeah. still I'm still waiting for that Pokemon RPG like. Fuck Yo, up, dude. I was about to say this. I like. I'm super stoked on that. I'm into it. Yeah. I, mean, I I said yes when you just like. It's still not. They haven't shown anything. Nothing. Anything, and I'm like already like here here have my money. That's fine. What did we think it was originally called? Pokemon Heroes. Uh, Pokemon Stars. Pokemon Stars. Pokemon Heroes. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another big one. Drop the bomb. Well, that's apropos. <sighs> Open World Overlords Bethesda Game Studios have announced Fallout 76, a spin-off title set for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. While Bethesda is keeping quiet until their June 10th E3 showcase, the rumor mill has mined the wasteland for any and all shreds of information. As always, Kotaku's Jason Schreier had the juiciest rad roach meet the serve. His sources, which include three unnamed persons close to the project, say Fallout 76, unlike previous entries, is an online survival RPG that strikes a chord similar to Rust and DayZ. This experimental project began its life as a multiplayer prototype of Fallout 4. Since then, 76 evolved into its own distinct irradiated beast. Here's a breakdown. I'm leaning too hard on those, Break it down now, on yeah. those Fallout references. You know, okay. those Fallout, that flavor. I feel like a mom that's, <laughs> that's like, you know, like ho- around Halloween, just mm-hmm. saying, like, we're going to have a scare of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that drinking Nuka Cola, kids. <laughs> Sip it up. Uh, so uh, here's another breakdown. Okay. In typical Bethesda fashion, fans should expect a main narrative supported by heavy questing. The settlement building aspects of Fallout 4 are back, much to both of our chagrin. Fuck that. I know. It took us so long to figure out how to light shit. I still don't even know how to use it. I actually, I, I don't, I am not. I think I never so, learned. Something about triangle. Anyway. Will feature survival-based gameplay and multiplayer mechanics. Uh, the game takes its name from Vault 76, which is mentioned both in Fallout 3 and 4. Uh, it will take place earliest in the Fallout timelines. Whereas Fallout 3 and 4 takes place 200 years after the nuclear war that ravages the world, Fallout 76 is set 20 years after that event. The world is far less civilized than the one fans are accustomed to, and it's your job to begin settling the wasteland. Hmm. Now, Fallout 76 is a joint production between Bethesda's main Maryland branch and their newest branch in Austin, Texas. The game is available for pre-order, priced at $59.99. The price tag in and of itself quells rumors of 76 going the freemium route. However, Schreier sources suggest that the game is being treated as an online service game, much the same mm-hmm. Bethesda's own Elder Scrolls is. The second they mentioned that it would be sort of an online thing, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, they're doing kind of a Fallout Elder Scrolls online. Like an online. ESO yeah. situation, which, um, which is not a terrible idea. It's not a terrible idea. But no. it, it sounds like it's something unto itself. I don't think it's just going to exactly mirror, like, everyone's going to go on raids and, 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 and that kind of situation going on yeah. in ESO. I think it's going to feel... I mean, if they did do it, it'd be cool because you'd be like, I don't know, let's all do a raid to fight like this super giant or whatever they're called. I forget what they're called. I think super giant is, is super it. Super giant. The biggins. The big, the ones with the small heads and the big old bodies. Right. The, the, oh, uh, the Goombas from Super Mario. So I, I'm interested in it because mm-hmm. I just I want something different from Fallout. Yeah. I enjoy the core experience. I do, although the combat leaves something to be desired. I, 
I still love kind of being in that world. I yeah. still I still like the style. I still love Pip Boys and the vaults and, and the, the vault music and the, and the style music. of it all. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. really cool. Like I'm into that shit. So I you know and I never. I think we even said it when we were playing Fallout Four when at some cosmic event made us play that game way after its release but at the same time we got back into it i think fallout 4 fallout 4 or... no that was all you because i that was the first game i bought when i got my ps4 that that no christmas shit. time that was the first game yeah and i played it till january i almost got the platinum because i just wanted to play the shit out of it so and then you stopped and picked it up I like stopped a year I, later I it. you started yeah, streaming yeah, yeah. it and shit yeah yeah which is that was fun yeah um yeah i i think we even had the conversation though that this would be cool if this were multiplayer yeah i think so that so i lean more towards wanting 76 to be a cooperative experience Mm -hmm. and it would be cool if there is it kind of like facilitates that i know there's probably going to be a pvp element to it if it let me ask you if it leaned into rust how would that play out because i didn't (sighs) have my hands on that game i don't know how that went uh, just a lot of people being dicks to each other. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, no, it's a survival game where it's like, you know, you could rob people out in the open and uh-huh. shit like that. Uh, or Daisy is uh, like that at least. Okay. I, Rust, I don't have as much experience. I think I watched a few Daisy streams. Um, somebody getting like held up by another player. Oh shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, this is a little intense. <laughs> I mean, I guess for like yeah. the first 20 years of establishing like a post fallout scenario like Uh, it would need to be intense i i like the idea of like you have to salvage this world Mm -hmm. and i want to see how that plays out and i hope they actually expand on the settlement building like actually take a look at fortnite Mm -hmm. you know fortnite kind of gets it the whole on the fly building thing yeah uh I'm not as much into that sort of thing, but I, I do recognize that they do it well. They do. I would like to see Fallout kind of, you know, make it a little more user-friendly. Because on console, at least, it was dog shit to make settlements and, uh, and build shit. Yeah. I the think on PC, it was a little more well-suited. But for console, it was just like, I don't want to do this. I really don't. Well, the thing is, like, they never explained to you how to do it well. I, I had to figure <laughs> out how to build settlements, settlements more or less online after a certain point because they only really tell you how to put things in a building. They don't tell you how to like string lights or power a building effectively or any of that shit. You just figure it out. And I'm like, I'm not a fucking electrician. I'm a, I'm a gamer. Like, what? Help I'm a me. gamer, man. I Help can't. Me, I can't do Todd. Todd. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. I'm I'm interested in the world. I'm interested in the setting. I want to know where it's going to take place. Um, if it's region specific or not. Right. Um, I don't know where Vault 76 was supposed to take oh, oh, place. Oh, uh, I actually might know the answer to that. So the song that they uh, play in it is like a cover of uh, John Devers. Like a, take Me Home. Take Take Me Home, blah, 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 blah. Or it mentions Virginia in the song. Uh, so yeah. they're thinking that, oh, it might be in Virginia. I forget the name of the song. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just called Take Me Home in yeah. parentheses, Country Road, I think. Yeah. The yeah. the article that I wrote and I linked, uh, or no, not the article, but the the thing that I wrote in here that uh-huh. actually links out to that fucking Jason Schreier article where he says what it is. You just keep on talking like nothing interrupted this podcast, Daniel. I will do that. So Virginia would be cool, um, especially in terms of like historical context. A lot of shit happened there um, with the presidency mm-hmm. and like you know establishment of our current country. So I don't know. It'd, it'd be neat, but for me. You know a lot about Virginia, dude. I just know some things. I can't tell you if George Washington was from there. I think it was from Maryland, but maybe Vermont. See, I don't even fucking know, man. 
not a historian either. Help me, Todd. <laughs> Todd. Okay, so I couldn't find what the fuck we're talking about. It's but cool. inter- interesting uh, note. So the Austin studio uh, was formerly known as Battle Cry Studios, mm-hmm. and they were working on a game called Battle Cry for Bethesda. Okay. And uh, apparently, um, yeah, that didn't go well. Shit. <laughs> that one. Uh, apparently, Bethesda told press back in 2015 they were like ah, eh, we need to pretty much evaluate this, okay. this game and like see if it really meets our standards it sounds like no that game is quietly shelved yeah and they have them uh doing this one fallout 76 uh beyond like that like as long as it feels like fallout and maybe they work on the combat a bit i'm yeah. there i'm, I'm down if with they it. nail the world like i'm hooked because like if the story is like don't always get me in fallout at least being in the world and exploring does. yeah like i like it i like the routine of doing that um something about this though tells me it is going to be just a different experience because it's not like four or five or three or you know it's not an iterative one in that sense nor how new vegas was where it felt like a different kind of offshoot like maybe an expansion that was, was still world. like very true to what fallout yeah. 3 laid out this like, feels like a yeah. like an experiment and people kind of expected that they might do that the like rumors of like a fallout new orleans or yeah. that this game might have been i actually, really wanted that actually i know it might have yeah. been a remaster of part three no it's it's a kind of a different beast. would that have been satisfying if they're like hey it's a remaster of three uh i don't know <laughs> they'd have to do a lot of overhaul to that game i mean people will pick it up for sure but yeah. for me it's like eh, i kind of like that they go forward yeah with a lot of their games um <clears throat> but yeah we'll see yeah I, I, i'm sure it's gonna be kind of like how they announced fallout 4 and it's gonna be hey check it out there's uh you know here's an actual kind of breakdown about why this is different i hope so that was really cool how they did that yeah fallout 4 got me stoked like i remember seeing that e3 in a movie theater um in, <laughs> in you, yeah yeah i, I just that. i happened to we saw a jurassic uh, world a second time and then we came out and somebody was like hey do you want to like do this e3 thing and i'm like sure let's do it um and we sat in there and i hadn't bought a ps4 at that point i saw the fucking trailer for fallout 4 and i literally said like i'm buying a fucking ps4 now like there's no two ways about it it's happening um and if this game can get me any level of stoke that that did i'm in i'm, I'm in it's great i do love though that the, the teaser for it initially was the weight logo I mean, it could have very well have just been Todd Howard oh, sitting right, there right. for like fucking 12 hours. they announced hours. the game on a stream. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been just him for 12 hours. Yeah, so just staring. Just really deep in your eyes. <laughs> Entrancing you. Yeah. Judging you for using mods. <laughs> <laughs> but only on the PS4, yeah. not on the fucking Xbox. Daniel. What's up, dude? Take me home. To the country road? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the place you belong. Um, so I did something for this really? episode that I haven't done. Yeah, that's, those are the lyrics. Okay, I I did something for this episode that I hadn't done in a while, and I wrote some news. <gasps> oh no! So let's see if I remember how to do this. Checks in the mail, Daniel. Uh, number one, or I guess alternatively, number six. Yes, number six. You must follow in my steps. <laughs> number six. <laughs> that's how you do it. Uh, Sonic dashing to screens November 5th, 2019. James Marsden set to star. When it was initially announced back in 2017 that Paramount had landed the rights to Sonic the Hedgehog, your faithful savoring boys felt our stomachs roll with the weight of too many chili dogs. I remember that. Was it necessary for Hollywood to milk the blue blur for all the rings he's worth? <laughs> no. Blur. But that hasn't stopped them from all the countless adaptations before that it ruined our childhoods. So here we 
are. According to Variety, it was recently announced that joining the cast of anthropomorphical cool guys and girls is James Marsden of Westworld and X-Men fame. While a big announcement, Marsden hasn't yet been confirmed for a live-action role or even as the voice of our titular hedgehogging hero, but reassured our minds got to rapid-dashing spinning over the possibilities of a perfect cast for this yet-to-be-cast film. With Gopher Brooks' Jeff Fowler directing and Deadpool's Tim Miller set to co-produce, hopefully this movie will balance the humor of Sonic lore with the world pressures and dark tones of the Chaos Emerald Flicky Wars. Sonic the Hedgehog is set what? to dash to the silver screen on November 15th, 2019. Thing? What the fuck? It's, Chaos Emerald Flicky Wars? It's the whole thing. It's the whole atmosphere, man. What are you talking I'm about? I'm pretty sure that's what Sonic Forces is I'm, I don't know about. too much about Sonic lore, yeah. but... What? what? I know a little bit more about Sonic Vore. You know what this... Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what this reminds me of? I was reading an article. I forget where. Sorry. That's how I operate. Okay. Uh, It was about the timeline of Donkey Kong. Oh, God. And how they're really... The Great Ape Wars. Really isn't it... Right? (laughs) There isn't a defined timeline, but everything pieces together if you kind of work off the assumption that there was some sort of cataclysmic war. The Great Ape War (laughs) that occurred. (laughs) <laughs> which I, would explain why like the original donkey kong shown as kidnapping pauline in the original donkey kong arcade game might have died during that war or maybe oh. yeah maybe donkey kong jr died in that world too because you know or that war i actually yeah. didn't i didn't dive into this this clickbait hole right. of, of dimensions it was a long article wow. i was into it man so okay so we we talked about this movie probably like a bunch of episodes ago and it, you know, I love Sonic growing up and it's whatever. And I don't know how I feel about like a half, like live action, half animated Sonic film. I feel great. Um, it could be fun. It could flop, but it, you know, in our general sense of sentiment, video game movies fucking suck anyway. So yeah, let's see how it goes. But I'm there day one for this one. But so they, <laughs> they announced James Mars in, but they didn't say for what. And we initially sat down and we're like, okay, well, do you think he's going to be Sonic? Or do you I'm think like, he's no, gonna he has like... too deep of a voice for Sonic. Yeah, or would he be like the buddy to it, Sonic? It like didn't the... fit. Yeah. And we found ourselves casting not just Sonic. <laughs> but the whole fucking movie. Almost the whole Sonic universe. <laughs> we stayed... <laughs> the genesis days by the way i don't know anything we, about what happens after her adventure like you dropped amy on me i'm like who the fuck is like, that who's amy and i showed you a picture like oh i guess i know oh, who that is yeah i have no idea uh, so but we actually had to write these down we worked through this there's this some thought so good that went into this i want to actually save if you'll if you'll indulge me i want to save sonic for a little bit last okay he's the build up because i'm not decided on who i want but so can we start with this one the, at least the one who is the cause of the chaos looking wars. <laughs> the man so, himself. Robotnik. <laughs> Robotnik. You came up with this one, right? I did. It fits perfect. John Goodman as Robotnik. <laughs> so let me tell you why this works. Let me tell you why this works. Because no one else could do it. I can't imagine anyone else. You couldn't give me a, a Defoe. You couldn't no. give me a... Defoe would be too obvious. Right. Too, too fucking obvious, right? You couldn't give me, like, I don't know... Gary Oldman? I I don't know. Like well, Brian Cranston, maybe. Brian Cranston as as Robotnik. John Goodman's so good. I was watching <laughs> Speed Racer last night. Because people like it's been it's a ten year anniversary yeah. and people are like starting gabbing about it and like on Twitter and they're like, honestly, this is like one of the best movies. And I was like, I thought it was dog shit. It's, yeah, thought people it, hated it. It like bombed. So let me I was like, all right, let me check it out. Cause like, you know, people are making cracking jokes mm-hmm. about it. It is so good. Really? <laughs> it, it's such a good movie. And especially John Goodman so good as Pops. He needed to get Best Supporting Actor for that fucking year. 2008 when it came out. Uh, what the fuck? 
he has this whole scene with Speed where he encourages him, tells him, like, you know, I learned from my mistakes. Your brother walked out because I wasn't there for him. I made, I made him think that I love this, this motor company more than him. <laughs> Shit. It was deep, dude. It was good. He is Robotnik. So my selling point for why Robotnik yeah. would be John Goodman is, uh, I don't know, case of point, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, yeah. Like, he does that duality of man so well. And I was like, who else can do the duality of Eggman on top of that? <laughs> the duality of Eggman. Yeah. That's the episode title. <laughs> the duality of Eggman. Oh, God. He's got the shape, too. He's just perfect. And he needs a job because he just got laid off. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, Damn, that was, cr- that was topical. That's very topical. Wow. We're not often very topical. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, man, he's he's a Robotnik. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sold on that. Okay, so our next one. So our next one, a little back and forth occurred, but for some reason we we had a pick for it. Okay. So Knuckles. <laughs> it was it was an easy pick for Knuckles me. the Echidna. Yeah. Is that how you say it? The Red Echidna. The Red Echidna. <laughs> Christian Slater. <laughs> now I like this for a lot of reasons. Because he's one edgy. Them, one of them being hard rain. Hard rain. The other of them being a trailer for Hollow Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> which we tried to look up and we end up only watching like a full scene from Hollow <laughs> a full Man. scene of which he wasn't in and i forgot what we were even looking up well i was trying to figure out if it was just because he was invisible oh shit <laughs> <laughs> he could have been in the scene the whole fucking time a, yeah and we wouldn't have known i just yeah dude he's got that edge and i, I envision knuckles as having kind of a chip on his shoulder and who better than the slate man i mean i've seen many incarnation of knuckles over the universe right of sonic right or uh having deep voices or weird nerdy voices but like he just fits it he's got a cool voice um if he came in as like kind of a b villain for a little bit like and just kind of did his thing like i'd be like yeah i buy that like knuckles is a villain dog? yeah i mean does that happen in, in the in sonic lore so yeah when they introduce him in sonic 3 he's kind of like the the mini antagonist between like scenes mm-hmm. uh he's a big part of that until you get him on your side in sonic and knuckles so. The cartridge that you put on top of oh, your... Yeah, that's, uh, right. Yeah. Just remember that imagery. <laughs> yeah. So gotcha. the slate, he's he's got to be Knuckles, like nobody else. Okay. So Tails, we landed on, a I think, an inspired choice, but it took a little back and forth. Yeah. We had a lot of weird choices because we weren't sure if like Tails was a girl. Because or... traditionally played by female voice female, actors, yeah, yeah. right? But it's, it's a boy. Yeah. Okay. Not that it matters. Tails is non-essential to yeah, any yeah. universe <laughs> but um i mean he brings the helicopter oh that's true the that's helicopter. true but i mean you know so does trixie kong like come on they're not making a movie about donkey kong and his fucking antics and the great ape war <laughs> no, <they're not. laughs> it would play out like fucking dawn of the planet of the apes <laughs> dawn of donkey kong country oh. okay uh so tails <laughs> We have Charlie Day. Charlie Day is Tails, is, like is what we like. I think we just like Charlie Day, Daniel. Now that I'm thinking about this choice. He's a great actor. Okay, yeah, like, no, he, There's not a single thing he's in that I don't enjoy. <laughs> and it would get me to come out to see this movie a lot. Yeah. If he was the only, like, knowable name, I'd be like, sure. Charlie Day's in it. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, okay. That's fair. I like it. I do like it. I can't think... I think originally we put Emma Stone... It's, I, crossed, I think, it's right here. It's crossed I, off. I think also, I just wanted Emma Stone in the movie. I wanted Emma Stone in the movie. Um, I think I wanted her as a maybe 
live action love interest for James Marsden. Right. Um, I thought that'd be cool. And or maybe Sonic a live could... action love interest for Sonic. CG Sonic. Yeah, I thought that would have been cool too. <laughs> a little weird and kinky, but cool. Yeah, bringing back Sonic 06 real, I, real I just want to see the Sonic colors of blue and red in, in Tangling. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it. I can't even be surprised. Yeah. You and half the fandom. <laughs> All right, so... Um, but so we landed on Emma Stone for Amy, right? I think so. Yeah. I we we have to try out a few faces. Yeah. I'm I'm liking uh, that Marnie girl from Girls. She was just in uh, Get Out. Oh, uh, Allison Williams. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah, I like her for uh, for Amy. <laughs> Makes no to sense. To be okay. honest, yeah. What well, doesn't make sense about it? You're right. What if they got I somebody like? like <laughs> <laughs> but what if they got somebody really off field like Christian Shaw? Who? Um, God, she does the voice work in bob's burgers uh, uh she is not tina she's louise uh yeah that one. Oh, i know who you're talking yeah. about isn't she in, she's um, in fight of the concords as well no no yeah she's also in a uh, last man on earth yeah right okay so okay, I... okay 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 <laughs> i'm into it yeah i can feel that if we okay. want to swing that way i'm there with you because like i don't have you. to like her voice she she could be funny maybe i'm just attracted to allison williams you really are we talk about her at least once a week this is a safe haven we can be honest with each other here. Okay. Okay? No judgment. No judgment. So this one, I want you to have Shadow. Shadow took a little bit of work. Can I see okay. the book real quick? See the book. So originally, <laughs> we just kind of like, th- we, we had a throwaway vote for Shadow. Yeah, because we thought like we were looking at videos because I didn't actually know what he sounded like. Right. I just knew I just what knew he was about. Badass. I knew he was cool. I knew he, he kind of slunk yeah. to the shadows and had an attitude. He was kind of the cool guy. Right. Cool guy Shadow. What what don't know knuckles could have been if they fucked up or if he's a hero? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we decided originally on uh, Jared Leto. Correct. Um, I don't know why. I think we just needed a choice. Being a casting director, by the way, if you do this, like this is hard work. So tops to you. Well, specifically, actually, I agreed with that choice, not because of the Joker, obviously, because yeah. he was awful as the Joker. He was horrible. Uh, I'm thinking about Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. where he is like the the CEO of the big corporation yeah. that's hunting down uh, Deckard and whatnot. I don't think he's a bad actor. I just think he was a poor, he, he poor just, Joker. Right. He just had like a very deliberate voice. In that movie yeah. that I f- figured would fit, but let me let me detail this scenario for you. I'm at work. I'm on my fucking break. Daniel texts me. I'm not gonna t- don't tell him no, what. No, actually, I'm I'm gonna. What do you mean? He's at work. I'm at work, mind you. I'm I'm doing my I'm doing my closing shift stuff. I'm I you, think I'm pulling pastries. I was flabbergasted. And out of nowhere, it came to me like the most brilliant eureka moment I've yeah. ever fucking had. And yeah. why am I still thinking about casting the Sonic movie at work, mind you? Um, <laughs> But I have nowhere like, have. like a lightning strike in a fucking gold mine. I was like, yeah. Shadow. Shadow is James Spader. <laughs> it's good though. It's like, so fucking good. It just makes sense because you think of him in Battlestar. You think of him in fucking The Office. His coolness, his, his lines. He's got such cool one-liners. Battlestar? Battlestar Galactica? No, not Battlestar Galactica. Not James. You mean uh, Stargate. The original Stargate. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll take that one on the chin. <laughs> With Kurt Russell. Yeah. 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 Um, and most recently, Age of Ultron. Like, he has some right. of the coolest right, lines. Right, right. And he's got so much fucking attitude. Right. That movie's, like, swinging a miss. But yeah. his performance is pretty fucking Landmark. good. So, he, we already know he has some familiarity with bringing a CG character to life. Yeah, he could do it. He could do shit. They can mocap on him if they needed to. Like, literally... <laughs> 
literally what what daniel <laughs> him showing up like so what's this for oh it's the hedgehog movie <laughs> okay daniel texts me i'm at work he writes dude pause there's a pause yeah next text yeah fuck whatever we said <laughs> throw the damn book out our shadows james spader <laughs> And I agreed. I said fuck like eight times. Fuck, 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 I was like, fuck. fuck. It's, oh my fuck. god. Like, I, I had to stop. I've never had whatever a more I was doing. brilliant moment in my life. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. Okay. He's our shadow. I mean, Sonic. It'll never happen, but. It, it's going to happen now. This is the groundswell. We are creating it. Okay, so we had to write down a bunch of names for Sonic because yeah. nothing was quite landing for either of us. So here. I'm going to read out the names and then kind of interpret where we were. Not necessarily what we said, but where we were okay. and kind of like work backwards from there. Yeah. My pick, obviously, is Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can bring he can bring it with the comedy as yeah. evidenced by that 70s show. Right. Dude, where's my car? Punked. Um that's it <laughs> and and then the, you know the the kind of gravity that we're looking for with some of the drama of sonic the hedgehog right in films like the butterfly effect fuck or i think he was steve jobs or something he I was yeah yeah no he was the the one with michael fassbender is better in fact i chose michael fassbender as one of my choices <laughs> for sonic based off of that alone you're like you know what so two people that have played steve jobs <laughs> okay potentially are, 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 are i like them for sonic so, ashton kutcher i'll buy into because like yeah. he's cool but relatable okay like i feel like i could get on his level and eat a chili dog with him <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice. yeah you can't i don't feel like i could do that with michael fassbender yeah. michael fassbender what it was your pull that, that he did frank and right, he has like right. this dynamism because of it right yeah. he does but at the same sure. time i don't know yeah, i don't sure. know about that because like you're right i don't feel like i can eat a chili dog with the guy i feel like he would judge me for what i, I feel like he would psychoanalyze me right 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 i don't know i'm not and then be in a film that. about my life your pick paul rudd you had a paul rudd in there yeah yeah it's what work me through that now nah, it's paul rudd <laughs> if he's already deserves to be in a movie gotcha that's the point i feel like it's it, it's too much out out in front of there you know like yeah. it, I, I feel like it would be a little bit much because i would know it's paul rudd so hard because <laughs> like where we're like other he actors doesn't do different voices right where other he's actors would in everything bring sonic to life paul rudd would be paul rudd <laughs> so that's why it's a tough pick yeah so this one i think because we were talking about paul rudd my pick Michael Pena. <laughs> I think it would be like a like a really interesting flavor to Sonic, you know. I think so too. He brings like, a dimension to it at least, right? Yeah. You know, something else there. Um, I just like because they both talk fast. That was actually the note in the book. It says parentheses talks fast. Yeah, <laughs> scene in Ant Man where he's like recapping is so good. As we know, yeah, Sonic's got to go fast. Yeah, Michael Pena talks fast. It fits. Yeah. So fast bender, fast. This one I'm not committed to, okay. obviously, but yeah. I just threw the name out there just because I feel like this is how casting uh, agents work. Right. You know, when they're casting a film, they're just kind of like, fuck, man, who's a good pit? Like, Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Braff. You know, Zach Braff could bring bring together a little fucking hedgehog, I think, oh, right? Sonic. What's he been up to lately? Like, I don't, I don't know, directing something? I, I think he, like, <laughs> directed the sequel to Garden State. The spiritual successor, at least. I don't know what it was really? called. Really? There's a sequel to Garden State? Yeah, it's it's kind of in the same vein. I forget what, what it was called, though. No shit. Okay. Yeah. I did not hear about yeah. that. I'm not committed to it, though. No. You know? Was this you, uh, like, at a point, you started looking at my DVD collection and just naming I'm off... still looking at your DVD collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Val Kilmer. We're past that point. <laughs> okay, we're past that. You're right. All right. So this one, another pool, mm-hmm. another out of the dark pool. Yeah. Stephen Young of The Walking Dead fame. I like it. Right? I like it a lot because right? he's so cool. He's a cool guy. He's a cool dude. He's really nice. And he's actually a good voice actor. He's in Voltron. Yeah. Is he? Uh, He's Keith. Okay. Believe. Can or, you tell it's him? Or maybe though? it's. No, he's not Keith. I'm sorry. Fuck. Hang on. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, no, I would like that too because I I need more of him and things. And he his untimely demise on uh, The Walking Dead is just like, it's still a shame. Yo, spoiler. Fuck, dude. What are you doing? Yo, you hear they're taking Rick Grimes out of it? Like, uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Lincoln's like, oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. Stephen Young. Stephen Young. I said Young. Stephen Young. Fuck that one up. Fuck the place up. Fuck, Fuck the, place. the place up. Fuck the place <laughs> So it's a good we, pick. No, it's a bold pick. Why do we pick. do that every time? My thing is like, what if we exhaust all this en- energy, right? And they just end up casting James Marsden as Sonic. Oh, like right. I would be so sad. I mean, judging from what he's done on Westworld, like I don't know, dude can do it all. He is Keith on Voltron. Yeah, swing, good call, dude. Swing and I hit my target. How many more names do we write down for this? Which guy? is inappropriate because that's that's how he died in uh. Walking Dead. Stop. But you spoiled. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Is Maggie still alive? I think so. Is she? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I know her sister's not. Oh, shit. Spoiler, dude. <laughs> this is a, this is a Walking spoiler. Dead spoiler cast. Damn, dude. That's what it's called. The Walking Dead spoiler cast. Uh, for some reason, uh, I think I wrote also Charlie Day. <laughs> he could also play Sonic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you thought he could do both, but I guess it could work. And then, what if he did Sonic and Tails? You pitched the idea of Nolan North and Troy Baker as Sonic and Tails. As Sonic and Tails, do, I'm sorry. Who do you want as who? It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> they're interchangeable. For Maybe me. from scene to scene, yeah. they, they, <laughs> they just, just switch <laughs> off, and it's up to us to follow it because they already do great impressions of each other. They really so do. They could like just bend our minds throughout <laughs> that production. We don't know who's who, who to credit. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I put Jason Lee as a potential pick. And I really bought it. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. But honestly, not now Jason Lee. I think uh, Mallrats Jason yeah. Lee. Yeah, Mallrats are like um, yeah. Chasing Amy Jason Chasing Lee. Amy With Jason that Lee. same amount of, like, turmoil. Right. And then I picked, or, apparently, because I think they're in the same vein for some reason, or Sean William Scott <laughs> as, as Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't, I don't think we're there. You're not committed to it. I think the rest we fucking nailed. John Goodman, uh-huh. Christian Slater. Who else? Oh, James Spader. James Spader. You know? Emma Stone. All right. Of them. We had uh, the thought to throw um, Donald Glover in there somehow too, because we just like so, him. So just much. because we like him. Just yeah. because we love him. I mean, maybe you know. Just get him in there. Just anything, really. In fact, just have him in the live, live action part. Yeah. He's the star of the film. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fucking, fucking Sonic the Hedgehog starring goddamn Donald Glover hanging out with Sonic. He's, yes. he's his character from Atlanta. Actually, I think that he's game... He's his character... Come on, you can't do that. No, I think that game was... Uh, the movie's supposed to take place in, in a park. In Atlanta? Yeah. So it makes sense. Wait, what? It's in the sa- Yeah, it could be in the same universe. Bullshit. It's not in Atlanta. Uh, that One of the original settings, that's what they were talking about. Setting in Atlanta. What? Yeah. Are you sure it's not just filming in Atlanta? Because I know they're like a no, no, it was big so, hub for settings. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Are we, um, so you're looking at kind of a crossover situation. Kind of. Between Atlanta. Uh, you think Paperboy's going to show up? <laughs> both him and so- Shadow like pull out their gats? Fuck. That would be fucking dope. They shoot up the yeah. fucking... I'm into this. That's cool. We didn't name the one, though. The, the one that matters. My what? pick uh, for pick? Sonic. 
John Leguizamo. There we go. <laughs> you completely forgot about it. I feel like we nailed it. Uh, I feel like we nailed it. It's good. John Leguiz- John Leguizamo. Like, I loved him as Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. I, uh... And there's no reason he should have been this. <laughs> just, just reference his work in the pest. He's great. He, so was the prince, he was the Prince of Cats. He's the Prince of Cats. Prince of Cats and Romeo plus Juliet. Oh <laughs> Did some inspired work in that film. I actually forgot about that. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, fucking Sonic going up to, like, her bot and be like, I bite my thumb at you. I bite my thumb at you, sir. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm glad, like, I don't even need to see this movie. I just need to cast it. Um, I learned the tagline today looking up the, the news for this movie. What? It is a poster. And the poster's actually pretty dope looking. Of Sonic coming through like a ring, but it looks kind of like a. Wait, they have a poster for this already? Yeah, they kind of mocked it up a while ago. This was like 2018. Are you kidding me? The tagline is The Blue Blur is Coming. (laughs) I don't like that. You don't like that? I don't like that at all. It's interesting. Whatever. Just put gotta go fast and we're done. Like, I don't understand why they did anything. Okay. Gotta eat ass. Um, (laughs) I wrote a second bit though here. So we're we're going to jump into that. It is, I guess, my number. uh, Your number eight. No, seven. I know. Number seven in chronology. I'm trying to trip you up. Yeah. You're good at what you do. I am good at what I do. Mm-hmm. You're even better at what you do, by the way. Uh, yeah. So we're going to jump into this next one. Okay. And number seven here, Kevin. And it's a long one, so ah, hold on seven, to your fucking... Kevin. <laughs> That's lucky number, Kevin. So number seven here. Uh, Battlefield 5 developers put a female character on their cover, and uh, naturally, <gasps> men on the internet lose their minds. In their internet's latest episode of men being unreasonably mad for no goddamn reason about a video game, many male gamers are screaming bloody murder over EA and DICE's decision to put a female soldier on the cover of the announced Battlefield 5. While not much has been released on the game other than its cover, comments about its slower mechanical and methodical gameplay, and World War II setting, this was all certain people needed to come out of the woodwork to tear down EA's latest iteration, with labored outcry spanning from their representation being, quote, historically inaccurate to straight bashing on the studio and spouting vitriolic anti-female rhetoric, one thing remains. You'll never please anybody in this industry. Many thought pieces on both sides of the argument have created a mini-world war itself with many influencers and games media journalists coming out and sharing their thoughts on how progressive and actually awesome the idea is, with neckbeards and Gamergate diehards disagreeing to the point of aggression. Case in point, Megan Farrakhmanesh wrote on piece for The Verge entitled, Battlefield 5's creators, female characters are here to stay. This is hashtag everyone's battlefield. The piece is an eloquent roundup of the outcry and Dice's response to it all and follows an initial write-up to where people initially actually attacked her for innumerable paces of hate mail uh, about what she wrote the first time. So she catalogs, end quote, over Twitter, Dice manager Oscar Gabrielson came in to set the record straight in response to the trending hashtag not my battlefield. Quote, First of all, let me be clear about one thing. Player choice and female playable characters are here to stay. We want Battlefield 5 to represent all those who were part of the greatest drama in human history and give players choice to choose and customize the characters they play with. Gabrielson goes on to add that the studio is committed to creating games that are inclusive and diverse and as well as fun. The Battlefield sandbox has always been about playing the way you want. This sometimes means offering fantastical experiences that are neither realistic nor historically accurate, like attempting to fit three players on a galloping horse with flamethrowers. Gabrielson ended his defense with the hashtag with BFV, 
You also get a chance to play as who you want. This is everyone's battlefield. Yet very predictably, people came to argue about the why of it all, with complaints ranging from it's unrealistic and immersion-breaking to women were never on the forefront of World War II to ah, the social justice warriors are back at it again. Here's some of the bitter accounts Farrakh uh, Manesh highlighted. One Twitter user said, Sorry, but you can't whip 20-year-old women into shape the way you can 20-year-old men. If that was the case, the natural thing would have been that women went to war and the men would have stayed home. See, you liberals have to corrupt everything and try to rewrite history to make yourselves feel better. Others have cried, it's an SJW crusade, with one saying, You SJWs only increase how much your gamers despise you when you constantly shove stupid identity politics into everyone. We're not going to let you ruin our hobby. End quote. On top of the initial hate she received, she even got more for this roundup and critique. All of it reeks of misogyny and hate when the studio is trying to just make a fun game with some much-needed inclusion. The games have always required a suspension of disbelief anyway, so why is it so hard to just let this go? It's unfortunate that uh, Farak Manesh is one of the many instances of women in the industry standing up and forward about the inclusion, only to just be attacked for innumerable reasons. It's just a game, guys. Battlefield V, or Battlefield 5, is set for October 2018 release. For the unoffended, you can grab a standard copy with the controversial female soldier on it for $59.99. If you're one of the aforementioned crybabies, or you dig the alternate cover, you can dish out the $79.99 for your deluxe copy with a big, strong, historically accurate man on it. The Mansum Edition. The Mansum Edition. Gotcha. Okay, so there's a lot to chew on here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, as there always is when this shit happens. But I feel like we circle back to the discussion endlessly in Mm -hmm. this field. Um, Gaming's not a boys club. It's an inclusive space for everyone to enjoy. That's, That's just the byline that you need to read there. There is nothing controversial about the statement that women are here to stay. No. Or that they should be represented in the medium. Mm-hmm. This medium's for everyone. That's what it is. And to say that it's an argument over historical accuracy is not truthful. I think this is their stupid half-baked defense that the women in America didn't fight on the front lines. Uh, previously in Medal of Honor, I guess they had women on the front lines, but that's more gained around like the French resistance in Europe. Okay. Um, so, But these people are claiming, well, women were never on the front line. What does it matter? They fought in the wars. <laughs> they fought in the wars just as much as men did. Sure, they weren't all like commanders and lieutenants or whatever, but they were there. True. Doesn't that story deserve to be told? Why not? <laughs> and like, it is... Any kind of, um, anything that's not a documentary based on World War II mm-hmm. is a either hyper-realized or hyperbolized or just kind of over-exaggerated telling of the drama of yeah. what World War II is. All of them are not historically accurate. Really, though? Because of the way that they position their stories and, and, and the way that they're told, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. You know? It's because it's like, it's affected by the creator. And the creator like dictates certain elements that are just like, well, that never happened, or but it was just like, well, it needs to happen to tell this story and kind of give a representation of this war and not an exact like, you know, one yeah. for one. So like in a video game, why are you fucked up about it, especially when you get like, you know, kill streaks and uh, respawns and all sorts of shit. Yeah, you know, would, would you prefer it's like, all right, I get it and shot once. Okay, game's over. Right, it's permadeath. Permadeath, just like World War Two. <laughs> That's <laughs> like- accurate historically accurate like don't don't get fucking ridiculous about it like it it just seems it's like gabrielson was even saying like yeah you have to suspend your disbelief because like where were three dudes on one horse with flamethrowers in world war one like what right i think it's just they want to get offended about it and it's just their natural reflex to thinking that 
gaming is a boys club when in fact it hasn't been for a long time and it shouldn't have been in the first place yeah uh i mean especially once you give this this, something like this a property to other hands it is theirs to do what they want with it it's yours to enjoy it or walk away from it Mm um i don't know i think it's it's funny that they're getting offended i just don't think it's cool that they're lashing out and coming after games media people for no reason like it's just another instance that screams like gamergate and i don't know like don't threaten people of it doesn't like because she got there was a follow-up uh message she got that she posted on twitter uh magnan farakmanesh uh, uh the one who wrote that thing that we referenced uh-huh. um she got like called a cunt and called a lot of really nasty things for no reason just because she wrote a piece that rounded up uh, things people were saying and standing with what the developer said like what yeah you showed me yesterday this this one bit of this guy replying and like he's he, like the through line was he was like it's about historical accuracy and you're it's so painfully obvious how unintelligent you are to yeah. not know this and all this but the way that he posited too like yeah calling her that he called fucking... her like a pig-nosed cunt at one yeah. point I'm like dude yes. that's really not called for or cool and you should actually just back off right and it also doesn't really lead like kind of uh lead any kind of weight to your argument it no almost, it kind of discredits you like it discredits you because it's like well the way you fucking positioned your information sucks <laughs> like, yeah like fuck off fuck off with that shit and it's like, we, it's not about that, is what it comes down to. It's not about fucking accuracy. Fuck you. That's not what you're mad. Let me ask you something, because I wasn't really tuned yeah. into the gaming industry um, from a media slash news perspective back then. But when Mass Effect 3 came out and they had the alternate cover for FemShep, was that a big deal to people? Yeah, I think I remember that <clears throat> being a, kind of a kind of a issue-yo. Hmm. But I, I don't... It, it just kind of blew over. Okay. Like it always does. You're going to have big people fucking be loud and mock offended by this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny is like they, they don't want uh, personal politics and such like, uh, or not personal politics, but just politics in general push on into games. Mm-hmm. But it's like, uh, you know, you're taking a political stance by not like resisting against what is considered to be progressive. Yeah. Like that's your political stance to be like, oh, I don't want things to change. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, it's kind of a lame stance to take, and honestly, I feel like it hurts the experience. It does. I and it makes the whole look bad. Yeah, because then like that association is like, oh yeah. So you know, tell someone, hey, I'm in the games and stuff. Like, oh okay. So you're uh, not respectful to women whatsoever, right? You're that dude who called people a cunt on the internet. Yeah, real good look, dude. Yeah. Or fucking like you know you see weird shit online like a, a Twitch streamer that. Uh, you know, follow on the yeah. Twitter talks about how this guy was like engaging and sending personal messages to her. Never met this dude, only mm-hmm. like in a Twitch chat room. And he's talking about like, hey, if, you know, I meet you, meet up with you in your state. Like, you know, maybe I could be your, your boyfriend and stuff. And like, she wasn't responding to it. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, hi, you know, I get it. I don't understand how I fucked this up, but mm-hmm. you know, you're being unreasonable by not like talking to me and mm-hmm. like just going crazier and crazier. Turns cold real fast. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, fucking shit. That's weird. And it's like, so it's already a hostile environment for women. And yeah. it's like, you know, when something like this, which is not a big deal, comes up, and then people fucking blow up and become aggressive online I mean, about it. To to an extent, like, this is happening to anybody in defense of it, really. Um, I mean, you know, the developers, that's a team of, you know, men, women of different ethnicities and backgrounds and, you know, probably even some trans people and people of all walks of life. Like, so a lot of different hands went onto this product. Um, 
and to some regards men get attacked in the industry and it's it's unacceptable but there's less of a threat when you threaten a woman in the industry like it it carries some weight because like you are generally threatening them and impeding on their life like you would anybody it's not cool no it's just a video game just sixty dollars of plastic and, and data chill right. out you don't like it ignore it i understand why everything needs to be fucking handmade tailored for you right you know it's like well i'm paying for it it's like nah dude art is art they, yeah they went with a certain direction that they thought would be great stick to it yeah if you don't like it uh battlefield one was pretty cool it's I the hear. only time i'll ever come to the defense of ea yeah yeah, yeah. For, for sure they've handled yeah, some shitty shit. things but i don't know i i like the stance i'm actually kind of stoked for the game it looks cool from the cover and what they've talked about it so far and... i didn't mind battlefield one no i didn't i liked i liked some of the changes that they made to the series and i liked the feel of it uh but uh in the long run it's just you know battlefield's never been my jam yeah you've but... said it so many times and yeah yeah I don't know. I like World War Two. I think it's a cool setting, and if they do maybe that same sort of... Oh, yeah? You mo- like atrocities? Is that what you're into, dude? Gotcha. Don't even come at me like that gotcha. right now, bro. Got a fucking uh, sociopath in here. Sociopathic asshole. Half of the Saber Boys. <laughs> Half of the Saber Boys. Sociopathic asshole. Uh, no, I think it's cool, and if they do the same thing they did with Battlefield 1 with like the multiple narratives, and they handle it well, that'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. Or show. So, what else? anything else on that? Anything else on Battlefield Five? Five? Or what do we call it? Battlefield V, the vagina monologues. V, the vagina monologues. <laughs> like, what could you do? <laughs> Sisterhood of the Traveling Battlefield. Oh my god! All right, um, yeah, I'll, we'll do this real quick, just sort of general housekeeping, since we haven't done it in a while. Um, it is June first, as we said earlier many moons ago i remember uh so with that we get free games from microsoft and sony just for it being june 1st. give them up buddies uh so playstation we got xcom 2 uh trials fusion zombie hd uh for that that's for the ps3 she's called zombie hd zombie driver hd there we go zombie driver hd for the ps3 uh tom clancy's ghost recon future soldier also for the ps3 and then two vita gems square and atomic ninjas uh, okay yeah, i don't know any of those past uh tom clancy so that's cool i'll probably sit out of that one you got a note uh on on the state of vita games apparently sony will stop supporting ps3 and vita games with playstation plus uh free games as early as march 2019 oh. which is i mean i guess we saw it coming that poor little baby console put it to rest die too young uh, and then Xbox Games with Gold, which I don't think this is going to compel you to open your, your console and play that at open all. Open it and, <laughs> and hang out inside hang of it. Out, no. uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, which is only a third of the That was the thing, the Chronicles, huh? yeah. Oh, so I forgot it's, about that. It's a third of the three Oh, games. so it's not the full set. No, so it's... Okay. Assassin's Creed Chronicles took place uh, simultaneously in Russia, India, and China, and they're only giving you the Russia version. <laughs> <laughs> collusion! <laughs> yeah. This is collusion, Daniel. <laughs> uh june 10th to june 1st to the 30th for that uh sonic and all-stars racing transformed so if you want to see james marsden and james spader race it out yeah okay uh june 15th is the last date you can get that um lego indiana jones 2 the new adventures june 16th to the 30th (laughs) okay and smite the gold pack with 20 new god skins and customizables okay thanks june 16th to july 15th so get those games with gold Jet, get okay you know what yep. this doesn't interest us no dude you know it does what e3 
E3. Let's talk about E3 a little bit. It's that time of year again, kids. It's time to make your predictions. The inaugural E3 jam. Yeah. So, well, everything's June just 11? getting fucking leaked. Yeah. yeah. Well, technically, June 10th, Sunday's uh, going to be... Who's going on? Hmm. Fucking Sony or something? I don't know. No, not Sony, not Sony. Sony is going to be that Monday. Okay. So that's June 11th. On June 10th, it is going to be... Probably Bethesda. Probably. Yeah. I think. Because if I remember in previous years, they opened up the weekend for it. Right. Yeah. Good time to do it. I think so, especially because they already got our appetites wet and hot with this fucking Fallout 76. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Microsoft, like, switch up, like, what day that they went on last year? I think they they tried to go for, like, a instead of the Monday slot, they went for, like, fucking... Didn't they do Sunday as well? Hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't but... even remember what Microsoft did last year. I think Anthem was, like, showed off, and that, that was really all I can really... Yeah, that was part of the... the... Bioware, Microsoft component. Gotcha. So we know that there's uh, several games that are definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're bringing back the Spider-Man. Last of Us 2. Last of Us Part 2 is going to be shown off. I uh, think with that, Sony front. we're going to get some actual gameplay. Uh, Last of Us 2, yes. I cinematic. think this is definitely it. We're going to see it. As far as a release date, though? I think we're going to get a release season. Like, gotcha. Maybe like fall 2019, I agree with that. but not like an actual date, date. I agree with that. Yeah. Although, although, Sony, Sony showcases are a time for magic. They make magic happen every fucking time, though. Dreams come true. But not quantic dreams. Okay, not quantic dreams. Fuck those dreams. Those are not dreams. <laughs> Hold those X are, to dream. <laughs> those are quick time nightmares. So... So we know that there, there's a few titles they're bringing out, dusting off. So as far as the things that have not been announced, I think I made this fucking prediction last year, and I'm mm. going to make it every year until it happens. Resident Evil 2, the remake. Okay. But this year, we've actually heard leaks and such uh, about the nature of the game. So I feel like we're getting closer if we're actually hearing information come out. Rely on Horror had an article oh. stating that uh, the game is still going to be it's going to be over the shoulder. Okay. Uh, it's going to like have that. two campaigns, one based for Leon, one based for Claire, kind of reflecting the A and B scenarios. I'm so fucking glad that they're bringing that back. Uh, uh, apparently it's going to be running on the RE engine. It's going to look fucking fresh as shit. That's the one that they ran Resident Evil 7 on, right? Correct. Mm. Yup, 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 Oh yeah, how about that bullshit with RE7 on stream, streaming it on your Switch? Uh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, oh, yeah. to to have it and play. Japan it. only is doing it right now. That's weird. Yeah. What you, a weird trial thing. You, gotta, you don't even have your so internet fucking... shit set up well on there. Right. You're gonna stream a whole Resident right. Evil game. Right. I was. I almost got a little excited. That like so on the Switch. I'll play it again on the Switch. Oh, Fuck for yeah. sure. We played it like ten times at least on the the PS4. Right. Get to the margarita fucking um pregnant bug, bug belly and then turn it off part while i'm at work on a lunch break <laughs> somebody's trying to eat their reheated lasagna takes yeah. a look over see as a bug vagina <laughs> i'm like sorry guys it's yeah Nintendo. and then you get their lunch because <laughs> they up and left what game that we haven't heard anything about mm-hmm. are you looking forward to see because we know like you know death stranding is going to be shown off for sure we're gonna get another trailer for that i'm hoping for actual gameplay yeah we know these things and those are going to be exciting to actually see fleshed out because mm-hmm. we were teased in previous years about certain uh, some of these games and they're I think, coming back hard. I think Death Stranding and Days Gone for sure are going to be those right. two that they're just going to kind of tease just in the same way they do. And they're probably going to have, well, Days Gone is closer to a release date, 
I think. Yeah, yeah I think than, so too. Uh, Death Stranding. But. Right. So for you, what do you want to see? What would make you fucking like stand up and go, Ali, <gasps> or or something to that effect? Um, I have the conference schedule. I'm actually going to list that off after. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah, I looked it up real quick. Don't was, say the save room's never got you back. I was curious. So, um, Last of Us 2 obviously is going to get me fucking percolated. We already know about that. <laughs> um, I would be interested in Breath of the Wild DLC. I think really, that'd be more, really cool. more content? You think they would actually come out with more content for that? They said they were going to. They said they oh, had no like, a, like a two-year plan for it. So, so far, we've, cool. we've gotten some like in-game stuff but nothing in terms of actual like modes or story or anything crazy like that so i think when nintendo goes up to that i think it's on monday or whenever it is uh let me look at the schedule real quick actually. okay um let's get, so, let's get the administrative so, work out of the way ea and microsoft are doing sunday june 10th uh all day up until like six and then bethesda's rounding out the night uh, from 6.30 to 10.30 Pacific time. Um, Monday, June 11th, Square Enix. So that's interesting. Really? They have a, they've got a presser, huh? They have a whole presser. Good um, shit. Ubisoft is on Tuesday. There's a PC gaming show on Tuesday and Monday as well. Uh, Sony is Wednesday. Oh, Sony's Wednesday? Yeah, Sony's Wednesday. Sony is, looks like it's the last. I thought Sony was on Monday. Oh. And then if I can get to it, uh, Nintendo's the last day on Wednesday. Oh. So, Square Fuck. Enix okay. being in the mix. Because I'll be at work on that Wednesday, and I need to, I need to get off before what is it six? Do mm-hmm. you have the times on there? They're on there. It's all weird and color coded. I could send it to you. It's though. all color-coded. yeah. I, I had trouble reading that for a second. So this, yeah. After seeing that, this is what got me excited for something in particular. What's up? Um, giving Square Enix a whole day. It's a lot of time to talk about Final Fantasy, obviously. What do you mean a uh, whole day? Like not not just a conference, just like whole fucking twenty four hours of, of Final Fantasy fifteen. They're actually they're gonna fly content. everybody out to like the Final Fantasy cafes, and they're just gonna yeah. do a whole presser from there. Oh god! Um, obviously, we're gonna get Kingdom Hearts, uh, probably closer to a release time, much like The Last of Us. Right, uh, right, right. Maybe a little bit more on Final Fantasy remake. Maybe something else going on. Maybe some DLC for Final Fantasy fifteen. But I want to see. Yeah, because that game's hard up for fucking DLC. Right. Uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, Idis Montreal, Square Enix, and Crystal Dynamics working on a game together? The Avengers. The Marvel game? Yeah. I think off the tail of Infinity War and stuff like that, that would be really cool I just got a chill, cool by the way, because I forgot they were doing that. I did too. And I gave you that kind of like Marvel look. <laughs> You're like, like oh, <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> Oh, too soon. I just, it came to me, I was like, holy shit, like, they're doing Oppressor, we haven't heard about that game in like a year and a half, and it would just make sense. Position it within the next year, that game will fucking sell. Right! Oh, man. And it was supposed to be kind of like, um, wasn't it like an open world Marvel Avengers game type world? That's what the intention is, especially if you're putting those studios on that Mm -hmm. job, I would say that it's going to have some sort of open world component. Big, closed-circuited open world. That's our favorite. We should make fucking t-shirts. Closed-circuit open world. (laughs) The save room is closed-circuited open world. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I think that'd be super, super dope. Um, I still don't know who they would make you play as. Um, 
as in terms of like the main protagonist yeah, yeah right like if it's a, if it's like a character you create mm-hmm. or if it's a character that's like new uh, new yeah in some fashion or, or way yeah, yeah maybe I, take one of the fresher characters and find some way to I build about that. that this is a good time to strike too after infinity war people will have their boners are very very high right yep. now uh honestly that <laughs> skyscraper that is the, the thing that i thought about it got me excited the most because obviously like the last of us like I'm, that's i'm super stoked for that it's one of my favorite like yeah, fucking yeah, franchises sure. and, and you know um same with some of those other ones but like i don't know something new like that like oh god okay well you know me yeah capcom fanboy mm-hmm. for life you all right so Aside for your hopes for Resident Evil 2. Of course. Because they missed the boat for the 20th anniversary, right? They sure as shit did. Yeah. That would have been a good time to at least drop a teaser trailer, my dudes. At least. You know, or a logo or key art or something. And they're just like, you know how we should handle this? Not fucking do anything. (laughs) And I'm just like, damn it. You've done this to Mega Man time and time again. So, however, I I thought I heard something. Correct me if I'm wrong. Whoever. god <laughs> whoever in the comments uh, yeah uh that Fargy, correct us that they renewed like a trademark for onamusha and i would be very excited to see a next gen ps4 onamusha game do you remember yeah onamusha at all for ps2 yeah. it was uh the resident evil engine mm-hmm. or like basically the format pre-rendered backgrounds but you played as a fucking samurai, samurai yeah. cutting up monsters they made god. four or five of those uh, including one with Jean Renou. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. His likeness. Was, that was, that was the, the third one, right? That was the third yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I would love to see them bring that shit back. Okay. Also, I say it every year. I know it's never going to happen. I want Dino Crisis. Get the fuck on it. Hmm. Dinosaurs are in. Jurassic Dinosaurs World. are always in. Jurassic World, right around the corner. Capitalize. That'd be cool. Okay. What if we got a Capcom Jurassic Park game? A Capcom Jurassic Park game would make me nut so hard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we gotta change his pants right now. There's been an accident. Like I might pass out. <laughs> that's, wow. just, that's just me being truthful, man. <laughs> I appreciate oh, the honesty. Oh, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Capcom uh, has a lot of cool things they yeah. could do. I think they're going to do a lot of um, supplemental stuff, I feel. Sure, sure. Um, know, Mega I, Man shit, you know? Mega Man, they have Monster Hunter World going on right now, and that game is, they're fucking supplementing it, like, around the clock, every goddamn day, like, every other minute, there's a new monster, a new event, a new fucking uh, Street Fighter character to dress up as. <laughs> it's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like we're going to get something for that. I feel like we're going to get new characters for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I really you think don't they're going to so. drop support for that? I think they're going to drop support so. for that game. Now, I if they're still supporting Street Fighter Five, they're yes, still they're going to support because that game. one has a little bit more uh, support from the community. Uh, I've, it feels like Marvel versus Capcom Infinite has been left on the corner to dry out in the sun. <laughs> so I I would be shocked. I would be excited. Don't get me wrong, yep. but I would be shocked if they continue to support that game. That game is still fucking twenty dollars. It went on sale, mm-hmm. and they were like. This is the only way. <laughs> this is the only way to recoup that fucking game. I enjoy the game mm-hmm. to a certain degree, but I do agree with all the criticisms of it. But, I, when I went know. back to it uh, recently with you and played it, I actually had a lot of fun with it. So it feels like a different sort of fighting game. <laughs> you only had fun with it because you were beating me. 
That's true. That's the only time I enjoy fighting games because I typically don't like them. It's true. That's true. Um, um, I would be stoked. Speaking of fighting games, I would be stoked as fuck if uh, NetherRealm Studios was working on a another Mortal Kombat, like Mortal Kombat Eleven. Yes. Hmm. Uh, apparently, like Ed Boon made some joke on Twitter about it, and like people are like, "Look at this! It's confirmation of Mortal Kombat 11." And it's like, now he's like, "I make jokes all the time on Twitter. Yeah. It doesn't mean shit." I'm a funny dude. But the way that they've been releasing, they went from Mortal Kombat 9 to following it up with Injustice to Mortal Kombat 10 and following it up with Injustice 2. Time to go back to Mortal Kombat. However, if they wanted to work on something else, yeah, I am a true believer. <laughs> of NetherRealm Studios. I think they do a fucking immaculate job. Like, What if they, else could they do? Uh, okay. This idea has been pitched mm-hmm. before. I think Reddit or somewhere. Uh, a horror universe NetherRealm fighting game. Mm-hmm. So they have had cameos in previous Mortal Kombats. Yeah, uh, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Jason, Jason Voorhees was in uh, Part 10. So was uh, the Xenomorph and the oh, Predator. Yeah, yeah. And... If you throw it in a game where you have like Pinhead and Leatherface was already in one of the games, That's but like true. Michael Myers and all this shit, this horror verse of like weird characters mm-hmm. that have but have its own like mechanics based around that. I that mean, would you would so get cool. so many different types of playstyles because you have your heavier, uh, bigger characters like Mike Myers, Jason Voorhees. They'd be kind of like your, um, uh, what's the one character? Dark Side, like the big dude, like your bigger characters, yeah, 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 or yeah. your Solomon Grundy types, if you will. And then you could have more versatile your tank characters. Yeah, your yeah. yeah, that's what I mean to say. And then your quicker characters like Alien. That I mean, that'd be so cool. Fuck, that'd be really cool. Yeah, so if they drop that shit, I'm about the Ram Studios, fucking like because I feel like Gorefest. <laughs> when was Mortal Kombat X? Blood Spout. 2015. I'm trying to cut. Blood Spouts is pretty good Blood fucking Spout name is. for it. Are we, we're trying to pitch a name we're for trying this? trying to pitch a name for this. Fuck. Bloodening. <laughs> blood Arena. <laughs> blood Arena. <laughs> There's so many blood combinations yeah. that we can use here. I love it. Okay. Uh, fucking Gusher. Gore. <laughs> Just gore. Just the gore. It's called gore. <laughs> uh, from Your Worst it. Nightmares. From Your Worst Nightmares. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fight for your life. Fight for your life. <laughs> okay. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> Game pitch. Game pitch. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been, um, it's been a good, a hot minute. No, I'd be about that. So when was the last time we got Mortal Kombat, though? Was it 2015? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. 2015. Okay. So it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. There were three years between nine and... Ten. So we're around the corner if they wanted to tease something. Yep. That's true. That's true. Or if they want to take a break, take the fucking break. Whatever. Yeah. Do your thing. You know, I'd be interested to see, though, mm. that this is just dream pitch. Yeah. All, all all fighting uh, Marvel game, mm. like all Marvel character fighting game, essentially. Very cool. Um, Capcom's mechanics, but Dragon Ball Fighters art style. Okay, that's so super, super cartoony. That super granular, fucking cel shaded shit. So because they back in the day, but mimicking the comic books, okay. you know, having that comic book style to it. Having a fucking fighting game like that. Come on, tell yeah. me, tell me that wouldn't fucking sell. Erect. Right, and then have it where you can have all sorts of like costume combinations and unlocks and mm-hmm. shit, and get there with it. You know, I'm Kinda. about that. Yeah, I would be so about. Another realm should do it, but th- th- this is just fucking. We're blue skying at this point. Yeah, I, I what mean, do we feel is more actual likely? Practical. Yeah, practically going to come out. Uh, Ubisoft might announce a new Splinter Cell. Might bring back Sam really? Fisher. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. We're getting. We got some hints because he is a. Uh, I, be, I believe playable in Ghostlands. Okay. Ghostlands is not the name of the game. Wildlands. Wildlands. Right. Um, 
I want to see more from Division 2. In fact, yeah. I want to see what makes it yep. better. Because they're talking about it being a bigger, better game. In part one. They're I want... talking mad shit on Twitter yeah. about it. Prove it to me. Yeah. You know? Like, and, and I don't that, doubt it. That's not me saying that, like, oh, if it's the same, I'm gonna f- I have no interest. Like, no, I actually really enjoyed that loop. And more of that and fresh from the ground up. Because I wasn't there to for the extra content that came out. You know the expansions that they made for Division One. Yeah, like we we, we, we both it. we both just kind of dipped out because it was like, well, yeah, we we like what it is, but bye. There were like three or four of them too. They supported the hell out of that game. So it would be it would be cool to see Division Two from like you know carry on those learnings because yeah. Ubisoft for some reason fucking knocks out of the park when they give when they're given the second try. Mm-hmm. Case in point, Assassin's Creed Two and Watch Dogs Two. Yeah. Watch Dogs Two is a big one. Fucking huge improvement over the first one in Watch Dogs case. Um. But otherwise, they can take me for a ride. They'll probably announce some weird shit, some probably. goofy shit that we're just like, we didn't know we wanted this, but now we kind of want it, <laughs> you know? I feel like they're probably going to do another uh, game with Nintendo. Maybe like another third party this early on, crossover, really? maybe. I, I mean, know. they did uh, Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, yeah, no, I know they yeah. did, but like this early on, they have like a sequel to that or uh, Why not? maybe some other thing. Maybe. Those I games, don't... I remember them busting them out on the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like maybe those games were easier and quicker to make. Very uh, probably. Today's standards probably a little Very probably. more difficult. Right. So we got to race through to Microsoft in particular. Halo Six. You think they're going to drop it? Probably. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, not that they've like lost my trust. I've just Halo Five was such a non-impactful experience for me. Mm-hmm. I just I I don't really care yeah. where we're at. I mean, I have some sort of interest, but they need to have. A new hook for mm-hmm. me to get back into that franchise. I think they might show us some shit because it's been a while since we've seen anything from that series. Yeah. But uh, beyond that, rumor is they might have a Gears of War 5 to show off. And okay. I'm like, okay. If that's true, though, it might be a little disappointing. Halo, Gears of War. You, you're doing the same shit, yeah. homie. That's all they know how to do. <laughs> yeah. They're doing the same thing in the corner, just like fucking hitting their head against the wall and mm-hmm. going, why don't you like us anymore? <laughs> like, I want to see something that fucking makes me go, yo, I'm so glad I kept my Xbox. I could see them d- maybe announcing more smaller titles, like $40 titles or $30 titles, because they do that a lot. Huh. Like, their Xbox, like, indie games. Um, something along the lines of, like, you remember that game ReCore? Yes, I do. I do. So, I something do. like that. Um, yeah, they had to make like a definitive edition that fit like finish the game because yep. they rushed it out. Um, or they could, I don't know, bring Banjo and Kazooie back into the fold. <laughs> I, I none of this is really gonna fucking land for no, me. No, I mean, their showcase isn't for me. I do though. This is one thing I would like to see them explore more because sure. they talked about it and people in the industry have gotten their hands on it. What? But their controller that they design, um, their handy capable controller for right, right, um, right. People with disabilities. The, uh, accessibility controller. Yeah, I think that is such a really awesome and cool groundbreaking idea mm-hmm. for them to come out with, and I would like to see them explore that more in the play space. There. You know what's funny? Somebody brought up an argument I was reading online <clears throat> about how uh, like Nintendo and Sony don't necessarily follow suit when it comes to uh providing like you know the controllers of yeah. nature uh especially somebody brought up to the point with pokemon let's go they're like okay yeah so you have to use emotion controls or the gyroscope mm-hmm. and it's like you know for somebody that, that that may uh be disabled in some capacity that's not gonna be an easier yeah. fun time for them not everybody so, can use those controllers like we can and it's like i hope that controller fucking like nails it kills it 
and makes people like or uh, uh, manufacturers like Microsoft and so- mm. Sony actually realize like there's a demand for this and it's it just looks good to do. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I, you know, they might not be ahead in the games race anymore or even really contending right now because I mean Nintendo and Sony are really firing on all fucking cylinders. But this is cool tech. This is really cool, really <laughs> inclusive, and really special. And I hope they just expound upon it more. So right, just follow up on it. Yeah. Man. See, um, see what you can do better with it too so capture la- that data is what we like to say at amazon capture okay. that data one of the yeah. pillars and principles no no it's, no, just, it's, just, it's just like a thing okay it's just on one of your cups any technology company <laughs> data capture to be honest that, but- that's that's fair <laughs> um, i don't think it's unique to us yes so two last ones yes yeah, sony cool. and then nintendo close it out nintendo okay. nintendo so any other big things from them I'm really so let's move to Nintendo. I'm really hoping to see more from a title that they fucking just gave us only a logo for hmm. Metroid Prime 4. Oh, yeah. Okay. How about we expand on that yeah. <laughs> a little bit? With it's some, been a while. Some gameplay, or if you know, if it's too far out, you know, beat me off with a CG trailer. It's not my favorite, but it'll do. It, it gets the job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would super, super love to see. Um, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, or anything Luigi. Okay. Luigi's fucking uh, surf and turf. Uh, <laughs> Luigi's cool borders. That'd be cool. Uh, uh, Luigi's accounting. Just Luigi's accounting. accounting. Right. Okay. Maybe a remake of Yoshi's story. With Luigi. With Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi's hatching out of eggs. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I guess. No, a remake of Yoshi Star was actually something that I had kind of thought for a second. I love that like, game, dude. They haven't really dipped back into that mythos for a while, so. <laughs> but I, I feel like they're still riding the high of um, okay. of Odyssey, to be honest. I mean, there's going to be a lot of Odyssey in people's mouths this e- this E3 between Assassin's Creed and that, but. Jesus, what a statement. I, <laughs> it's a whole journey in there. Is that planned? No. Okay. I'll, I'll take it out. <laughs> I'm sure they'll have some cool stuff. Honestly, I know they kind of blew their wad on the Pokemon stuff, and that's what makes me feel like they're not going to revisit it until next year. Mm-hmm. But I would still especially like to see something from that yeah. uh, traditional Pokemon Switch project. I want to see some. Like, give, give me just a taste of it, okay? A hit, if you will. They have to at this point. I think they're going to have a big surprise. I think they're going to show off some Smash Brothers, for sure. For sure. That game's... Especially if it's supposed to come out this year. Yeah, the game's you know? been in development. They announced it as 2018, so show me something. I feel like they're going to at least announce some playable characters. Yeah, That's the course. one note I put down. I was like, if they don't show us a lot of gameplay, they'll at least tell us like some of the characters. Yeah, they're, they're not going to they're not gonna show off the whole cast. Yeah. I think they're going to they're gonna definitely ride that wave until it finally comes out, yeah. like every fighting game does. Yeah. But I think they're going to show, like, hey, here's some characters that are definitely have always been a part of this, and then here's some fucking brands making new ones mm-hmm. for you to sink your, your fucking meat hooks on. Meat hooks? I don't know where that went for a second. But yeah, we're going to see some Smash Brothers, but I, th- I think they're going to have a surprise up their sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um... I can't imagine what would appease me. For that? <laughs> yeah, for Nintendo to be like... I, sorry, that's such a fucking regal... Like, I'm the king that Nintendo <laughs> needs need to, to please me. <laughs> please me. No, uh, no, I can't I can't imagine anything that would be like a super like, whoa. You know me. If they fucking were like, hey, we, we fucking did it. We're finishing Mega Man Legends 3. <laughs> Finally happened. It's a Switch game. That would be cool. I would, I would be like, oh shit, dude. There's one game I'm looking for in particular. I don't remember. What's up? 
if it was a Yoshi game or a Kirby game, but they previewed it last year in the 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 treehouse and it was really cool um because you had like background and foreground play um for the game whichever one it was foreground play yeah yeah yeah. um god what was it it's basically like it's this typical side-scrolling format but like you have gameplay that is you have essential gameplay in the foreground and then stuff you can do in the background that like opens up new pathways and unlocks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game looked neat. I forget, I forget the name of that game. Which one it was though. I thought it was a Woolly World sequel. Was it a Woolly? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of stoked on that. Um, honestly, like just be faithful to yourself and give me something cool, Nintendo. Okay, so like Sony, they always make dreams happen. Yeah, and I've been more Capcom oriented, but let's think more on a bigger scale. They are in the business of resuscitating uh, dormant franchises. Some would say dead franchises. I feel like they've run through the gamut of it, though. Well, we know for sure that we're going to get um, a little more of the Spyro trilogy. And a little more of Medieval, hopefully. Yeah, I think so. So those, for sure, they're going to give us a bit of play. And that's cool. Um, yeah. I'm especially interested in Medieval. You know, my love for video game skeletons. You love video game skeletons. I love video game skeletons. You killed how many last night in Hyrule Warriors? It is my... It was a lot. Jammy, dude. It was a lot. Oh, wow. That's why I love that fucking game. I don't... So what else for Sony? I don't know. I I had. Oh, it no- doesn't have a title. It's just a uh, Yoshi for Nintendo Switch. It's a working title. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was like, but it it looked the same in the vein of like the Wooly World games. Yeah, that's why I was struggling with it because I couldn't remember, and it seemed like a merging of both. Cause it's self-titled, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't um, have a title. It's Yoshi, dog. I would would it be mad if uh, there was a Castlevania remaster? You know. Just remaster? Think big. What if there's a new Castlevania? Konami comes out and goes like, we know we've been fuck bags for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like like a dude, a rep comes out wearing a Konami t-shirt and a fucking uh, a suit jacket uh-huh. and people start booing. <gasps> and he like he comes out, arms outstretched like above his head like, oh no, I get it. I get it, guys. No, no. Hey, hey, hey. I know what we've did. Okay? Mm-hmm. But today I got two games for you. The first... A new Castlevania. <sighs> oh, okay. Settle down, everyone. Second, we talked to a man named Hideo. And he's got some unfinished business. I bring you Silent Hills. And <laughs> just, like, shows it. And fucking Norman Reedus walks out on stage again and goes like, Yeah, dual games, bitches. <laughs> Death Stranding and Silent Hills. <laughs> People would be ripping their own heads off with excitement like that. That'd be too wild. Oh my fucking god. God, that'd be so good. I don't think they're gonna do it, but could you imagine? No. Like, I feel like I feel like Konami needs to like have another horror iteration, they... especially to to kind of compete and stay relevant against RE7. <sighs> yeah, well, I don't. I don't think they're in the. Uh, they have any interest in competing in that market any longer. You no, know? you don't think so. The money's in the pachinko machines, man. Oh. That's where it's at. They, they want to shift elsewhere, and then, like, then Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever the fuck else that makes them their, their side cash, their side hustle, if you will. Yeah. So they're trying to make their side hustle their main hustle. Video games? <laughs> nah. Expensive, too long to make, and when we collect more than 20 people, we start cracking whips. That's true. <laughs> I don't I can't help. We're a corporation. We can't help it. We start to ma- micromanage their souls. <laughs> <laughs> one pachinko at a time one pachinko machine at a time um i think beautiful cat, beautiful cat. 
We're obviously going to get more Red Dead. That'll be cool. I kind of want to be invested in that game. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, th- I think so. I think so. Um, I think what they're going to show off, probably the multiplayer, because mm-hmm. they've been kind of mum about that. Really? And they're saying that it's a little different, but still, like, you know, I want to see how they're going to follow up, because the posse system was really cool. I like the online from Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. I do. I do, do, do. Okay? okay? So I would like to see more of that. Um, wild hopeful guess and hope it'll never happen but yep this hope against like, hopes you know sony makes dreams happen dream scenario okay makes us all rich <sighs> do a redesign ground up remaster work with sega and bring streets of rage back to oh life. shit dude i would love to play a modern streets of rage really i think it'd be so cool that's what shaq fu reborn is man it's modern streets of rage. <laughs> <laughs> It's here, dude. You didn't even have to ask. <laughs> Nobody asked, in fact. <laughs> I took Shaq for granted. He gave me what I needed all along. Uh, good man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am down with you. I, I want somebody to revisit the concept of a beat-em-up and actually put like some sort of production ideas to yeah. it to like forward that idea. You know? You know who would be good for that, actually? Hmm. Another round. <laughs> Let cool. them get into that. They took a shot with Shaolin Monks back in the day. Mortal Kombat Shaolin oh Monks. Do you remember that fucking spinoff? Yes, I fucking remember that game. Jesus. And they nailed it, dude. <laughs> like, it was goofy. It was it was definitely B-budget sort of game, but it played so well and had so many cool ideas. What if you gave them, like, a Streets of Rage or some shit? It would just be weird, but I'd be about it. Weird team up, but good shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think they could bring it for sure. Nah, but WB Game, WB Games owns those motherfuckers, so yeah. Nope. <laughs> Sega's got to look elsewhere. Oh, 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 oh! What if uh, there's rumors that there's a uh, another Alien uh, game in the in the works, like an hmm. Alien, like the films, not a follow up to Isolation, unfortunately, which would actually be pretty dope ass. Mm-hmm. It is a apparently first person shooter rooted in the franchise. By a different studio. I forget who was making it, but they announced who the studio was doing it. Uh-huh. I should I should know this. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's yeah. okay that you you don't. Thanks, dude. Yeah, you're always you're always supporting me. There's something that's gonna happen potentially soon uh, that could change things for me yep. and the industry when it comes to gaming, and it's the 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 idea that Fox could sell some of its properties to Disney. And if that's a thing and that translates, like, what kind of games are we going to get out of that? Because I think that conversations and talks, like, this month or next month. Okay, I'm just reading it. Uh, So, Bay Area-based Cold Iron Studios, uh, which was just acquired by Foxnet, (laughs) apparently, will develop the game, the Alien game we're talking about. Cold Iron has worked on such other large-scale projects as 2009's Borderlands, and 2013's Bioshock Infinite, and the 2010 MMO RPG Star Trek Online. Okay. Uh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Do your thing. Do it up. Look I- at Aliens, Colonial Marines, and fucking run from whatever they. <laughs> yeah. Do, okay. Do the opposite of that. Because to be fair, I did want like as much as Alien Isolation is a cool experience. I did want more of a. Shooter. an action game i'm an aliens fan yeah man. i mean even the core aliens games experience are in action right yeah so. i like james cameron's alien yeah. son i want to shoot back that's well, all in this maybe you'll be michael fassbender that's shooting all. back as david michael <laughs> <laughs> fuck that dude <laughs> anyway 
What else do we got? Do we got anything we want to cap this no, off on? I, I don't really have any... Other than I hope they announce, after showing more Spider-Man footage, a Spider-Man PS4 Pro. Oh. That you can pre-order yeah. as soon as next week. I wouldn't mind... Or sorry, the week after. Some crazy cool tech announcement like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't have crazy insider intel for the industry, so like I kind of just have hopes and wants, and yeah. maybe like just that things that have been teased in the past will be shown more in full here, and that's all I really need because like E3 in its recent announcement years has not disappointed me, so I'm okay to be taken on whatever ride. Like I just got an amazing God of War. We're getting a Spider-Man game. We got Resident Evil last year. We yeah. got Zelda. So yeah. like. <laughs> you're not just wrong. make not me wrong. fall in love with the games that i used to love growing up and that's what they've been doing this entire time and i hope something announced next week does that for me okay so that's okay. awesome i mean i don't i don't have anything new uh i would like to like we talked about many times i'd like to see another zelda hd remaster port uh maybe a right, skyward right. sword or maybe or take, wind waker yeah maybe take wind waker and twilight princess what you did for the wii u and just I would over. I would snatch those titles up right yeah. away because I didn't get a chance to play the remaster of uh, Wind Waker mm-hmm. and I didn't get a chance. Honestly, Skyward Sword, I'd be super interested in uh, revisiting yeah. that without the need for a fucking Wii mode. Yep, like bring it down to the handheld mode and enjoy exactly that game. ground that game into yeah. like the the Joy Cons or right. I mean even have it be super playable on the the Pro controller. And yeah, right. You got my dollar. There you go. So um yeah I but like you're saying. You know, I'm just along for the ride. I yeah. would not be disappointed at all unless they don't announce Resident Evil 2 Remake uh, and don't show it off. Fuck them. I don't know. I would, be so, I, would, I would flip a car. Well, I don't think they have anything else I'll flip to... flip a car. You don't need to do that. Okay. Don't go jack on us. Don't go jack. Once you go jack, you never go back. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which jack do you mean? Baker? Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Which jack did you think? <laughs> of Jack and Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did he flip a car? <laughs> Jack 2, you got pretty edgy. <laughs> I mean, 3 was like post apocalyptic. It's possible, right? It's possible. Fuck. I don't know. So I guess we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Are we, we going to do any sort of coverage for it, you think? Of course. Yeah. Okay. We probably have to do another episode next week. Probably. It's okay. <laughs> we'll let. Yeah. Our God of War one, since we actually just posted this. Well, not next week, but E3 is the week after, technically. Yeah. It starts on Sunday, technically. So we'll have. I think we should have another episode there. Rather than we'll we'll store up our our gusto mm-hmm. this weekend, okay, and then drop the bomb. Yeah, potentially. Uh, and then, and then uh, kids, also check out at Save Room Show. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, right? Yeah, on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, because we will have some coverage of that. We'll repost things and yeah. have some good good jokes. You're usually like super good about like good, doing good live jokes. coverage. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm gonna try to keep up with that <laughs> this year as well. But if we don't get to post an episode before then uh like i started to say like we posted our god of war one two day at the time of this recording so give yeah. that some time to breathe listen to that and yeah then we dropped one and then we're recording one th- this one will be up uh i'm probably gonna do this one by the start of the week so okay monday Sweet. or tuesday so there you go yeah there you go so once again you want to put a bow on this i want to put a bow on this let's put a bow on it once again thank you for listening to us we appreciate your ears we appreciate your time and we appreciate that you dig it uh yeah, really. Just general appreciation. Yeah, if you dig it, we dig you. Pretty much. And, like, we're pretty sure if you listen, you're probably one of our friends. And we already like you anyway, so. I like you anyway, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for so listening, good. dudes. Thanks. Yeah. All right, this has been The Save Room. I've been Kevin. And I'm Daniel. Please remember to save your game. <laughs>